0: Welcome to episode 48 of the Average Joe's MMA show, Jeff Shanahan, along with David Van Boglen and Ryan Dempsey. Gentlemen, how you guys doing this evening?
1: Hey man, I feel uh, I feel a lot better than I have been. You know, my shoulder's feeling great. We made it through the holiday season. Uh, okay, you had a rough you know, go of it. Uh, it was pretty hard, but uh, you know, I got some appointments to come up we're going to get some stuff fixed and be back on track, but made it through the holidays, that's all I cared about right now. You right. Know, we did no family wars. No, uh, no fist fights and blood. So those it was are always okay. important
0: things for
1: my family. <laughs> that's a fucking rarity.
0: <laughs> Ryan, how was your holiday?
2: Oh man, ate way too much food, man. You know that's the the problem with uh, multiple Christmas dinners is that there's just too much feasting. Like you y you end up going to like a, like a three day coma. Like never mind Thanksgiving, Christmas is worse because you have to spread it amongst groups of different people.
1: I mean, Thanksgiving great happens times in October and great celebrating,
2: anyway. but sometimes too much food can be a uh, can be a bad thing. I mean,
0: you got a lot of time between Christmas and Thanksgiving up there in Canada, anyway. You don't celebrate it when we do.
2: Yeah, that's true. You guys, you guys are probably like just coming down from the turkey high and to get a second one.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh no turkey for me for th- for Christmas. Finally, I got some fucking ham. For got it some first. ham for it. Finally, dude. Yeah, I have not had ham on Christmas in like six years. Really? Yeah. And I bitch about it every year. I'm like, when are we gonna have some freaking ham? Right. Like, why? I mean, I don't want
2: pork loin. I don't. I want ham. Yeah, ham. It's Christmas. I want ham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You see, like that, like with me, like me and Kara, we did uh, the roast beef dinner on Christmas Eve. Christmas Day was a huge turkey dinner with my family. Then Boxing Day was a huge ham dinner oh with tortiere with uh, Kara's family. It was, it was just like. Too much. You know,
1: the, the one, when, you bring uh, tor-
2: when you bring torch into the mix, it's always going to get ugly. What
1: the hell is torch air? I have no freaking it, idea. It's a
2: French-Canadian meat pie. And once you've had it, you will never go back to anything else.
1: The only meat pie that i You know what? Forget it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm Cornish, so I'm well aware of
0: the pasty, which originated in cornwall not in the up all you michigan people that want to try to claim your fucking pasties are the originals they're not suck my english balls you
1: know what dude when it comes to holiday season the one the only one thing that i miss about not being you know in new jersey and in that part of that really a part of that family anymore is i miss the feasting that the italian style that the italians bring about and In that time, I mean, you got everything, everyone's got lasagna and ziti and potatoes and gnocchi and pasta and, you know, uh, peppers and sausage. I mean, it's just huge. And there's like 10 of us, there's enough to feed 40. Easy, yeah. You know, it was that's and that's the one thing I really meant. They shovel
2: more onto your plate, right?
1: You, you have to, and if you turn it down, it's it's an insult, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't do a lot of things out there. I, I've noticed there's a lot of traditions, like trying to use salt and pepper. If you don't try the food first before salt and peppering it, they'll take it away and make you try yeah. another one. You can't. They already season it beforehand, so it's you have to give it an obligation. You have to try it first before. You extra season. I didn't. I had no friggin' idea. Oh I mean, yeah, I wasn't. I've heard this. about these things. Yeah, it was it was nuts, man. It was, but it was awesome. It was also awesome, and uh, you know, uh, I got uh, I got uh, some pictures of my daughters. Got talked to, talk to uh, you know, ex, to kind of mend things up a little bit because we were having some rough times over the holidays, and uh, sent you guys some pictures of my girls. Yeah, yeah, we got to see you the know. girls. That was you really can cool. See how Oh, I could never not say they're my, I mean, they're. Oh, yeah, they're no, yeah, there's no denying you know. <laughs> that those children are yours, man.
0: No denying at all.
1: Yeah, you know, those are my baby girls. They're, they're going to be 14 and 15 this year. So, man, they're, they not only are they getting old, but I'm getting old. <laughs> you know, I didn't have them when I was 18, you know, I had them when I was 24. Right. So, uh, but they had a great Christmas, they had a great holidays out there. Uh, we survived here, so, uh. All in all, not bad.
0: Yeah, not it's, bad. It's good to hear. I'm glad you guys both had uh, had good holidays. Ryan had glad safe... you got your ham. Yeah, I'm glad I got my ham too, Ryan. I'm glad you. Uh, I know you had to do some traveling and stuff to to Windsor, so I'm glad you had some safe some safe travels and not crap weather.
2: Yeah, it was actually nice. It snowed uh, a little bit the day before we were supposed to travel, and it snowed the day when we got back. But the couple days we had to drive it was beautiful weather, which was good because you uh, know Carlos seeing. All the aunts and uncles and grandparents and that like she just she lit up non-stop and they you know I've not never really been a huge huge Christmas guy but I'll tell you like seeing her face light up whenever she opens up a present or she sees someone she hasn't seen in a while I mean that really just makes the holidays for me now.
1: Fair, yeah, that's fair observation, brother. I I, I remember it well. I got nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a I'm a lonely old loser. Yeah, but you have nieces and
1: nephews.
2: I, I, I don't say that because I sent you guys that picture of Carla sitting in Absolutely. the chair. That that's you, true. You send up to her. So I mean that that should have warmed the cockles of your heart. Oh, it definitely
0: bit. it definitely no warmed my, the cockles of my heart and my icy cold holiday heart because I'm a Grinch and <laughs> I hate yeah. I hate Christmas because Mister
1: Heat Miser. <sighs> he died too. I'm a no bachelor,
0: man. dude. Like I, I got no reason to give a shit. <laughs>
1: I don't fucking blame you for it, dude. Like, dude, sure enough, my Christmas right.
0: Eve, my Christmas Eve was—I chilled at home and made myself a steak dinner,
1: dude. Brilliant. Yeah, like that's fucking. You know what mine was? Mine was laying in bed with an ice pack on my shoulder, going "fuck." I need more drugs. I mean, I'm not
0: gonna complain. I had a good steak dinner, but like, you know, I don't had I didn't have anybody to wake up with to open presents yeah. Christmas, Christmas morning. We didn't even do anything. My family wasn't even doing anything till Monday because my sister had to work and so did my niece. So I ended up going to dinner with my parents over at my aunt and uncle's house. So at least I got my hand there. But it's it was super awkward and weird because like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like some of my cousins all that much anyway. Um, so it was just super weird, and all I wanted to do was just go home.
1: Get <laughs> <laughs> fucking bunk out and yeah, go have holidays. Christmas Eve is definitely like holidays, the best, holiday trees. The best yeah, go,
0: the <clears throat> I did, too. I left and went and had some holiday trees and enjoyed the rest of Christmas Day. But yeah, man, Gee, Christmas as a perfect. bachelor. It, it, yeah, but Christmas as a bachelor kind of sucks.
2: Yeah, see, like, like, like even like me and Kara, like we don't do too too much for, like Christmas and and Boxing Day. Our, ours is Christmas Eve.
0: Yeah, which at and, least you know, got like, each we, other.
2: We we treat ourselves as sick day, so, like a so, little you know meat and cheese platter. We got a nice little bottle of red wine and we just watch Die Hard. Nice. It for not Nine perfect. straight years and that I highly doubt that that tradition's gonna end. But that's all I look forward to for Christmas. I I could wake up in the morning and doing whatever and that kind of like, if we go somewhere if people come here it's whatever like. We both look forward on Christmas morning to the following year's Christmas Eve just so we can hang out and just watch Die Hard again.
0: This is the first Christmas that I broke my tradition and didn't watch Godfather.
1: You know what? This is my first year I broke my tradition and didn't watch a a, a Christmas story.
0: I did watch part of that Christmas Day. Um, I never ended up watching Christmas Vacation uh, through the holiday season because I was just... Is
1: TNT still doing 24 hours of a Christmas story? They did Christmas Day. That's awesome. Yep, they did Christmas Day. They're still doing that, eh? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I usually
0: I usually go through it a couple of times, but yeah, it was. uh, I watched, excuse me, I watched old fights. Like I started, I was telling you guys last Uh, night.
2: Yeah, you mentioned that Detroit. Yeah, yeah,
0: I started on. uh, I started on a streak. Fifty-two. I picked it up at fifty-two with Chuck and uh, Chuck and Randy two, and have just kind of whatever in spare time, just throwing one on through. I'm up to like sixty. Shit. And Last, those are
1: all available through Fight Pass now. Yep, the entire library back to UFC one, one, and is every,
0: there. and then once you get into the, you know, once you get into the closer to like fifty two, all the fight nights, mm-hmm. stuff like that, everything's right, on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've just been watching awesome. the pay per views. I haven't sure. watched any of the fight nights, but like, you know, I watched Sylvan Franklin one recently, uh, Hughes and St Pierre two, Hughes and BJ Penn, BJ Penn and St Pierre, like. Yeah all those great welterweight fights leading up to Saint Pierre beating Hughes. Right. I watched Hughes and Saint Pierre I think last night, but like I just finished I watched uh Couture and Sylvia when Couture came back and yeah. won the won the heavyweight oh, belt. Yeah. 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 yeah At, after some terrible fights by Tim Sylvia fighting Jeff Monson and freaking Andre Arlovsky.
2: Guys, yeah, was... what is the answer there? Like if they fight again it'll be like Arlovsky, Sylvia what 17? Four, at least, yeah. If not, because if not have, five. As much, I don't... As, they talks, as much as anyone talks about JDS and Velasquez, I mean, those two guys, like, that was it for the longest time.
0: I want to say yeah. they did fight a fourth
2: time because they had three they in did. the UFC, I and they I think a fourth or a fifth. I think yeah, they, they fought really a fourth in Japan. No contest one, so it was either Japan.
0: Too. It was like one of the. It was either Affliction or. Elite XC or some shit. Yeah, one yeah. of those one of those ones right, that got yeah. bought out into into something and then the UFC just bought the company completely, but I th- I remember them fighting in one of those like in a ring. So I think they've had four so far.
2: It's just too much.
0: Too much, man. But yeah, I'm just getting ready. I'm almost up to Rampage and Chuck. Awesome great yeah, fight. Great fights. The
2: downfall of Chuck begins.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, but it's been fun reliving some of these old fights and seeing how terrible Goldberg's been all these years.
2: Well he only has one more card to worry about, doesn't he?
0: You always gotta just you always just gotta go right into it, Ryan. You can't just let us you you
2: leave me in, you bait me.
1: I give you a softball, but uh, you
2: don't gotta swing for the home run, man. You could've just laid
0: down a bunt.
2: You know, I'm like Mark McGuire in the late 90s. I got us in for the fence. You're roided up? You're roided up? Is that what you're telling me? And you're chasing
0: a, <laughs> and you're chasing a, a Cuban guy around? I love or that. Dominican, or Dominican,
2: whatever. Like sometimes was? you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: There you go. I think Joel Gertner said, Mark McGuire's happy the 70s, but I'm happy hey, sitting six, at 69. 69.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Well, and... Okay, okay, yeah. There we go. And here we are. So before we get into the fight card let's uh we got some we got some new uh new stuffs yeah we do this is our first show recording uh on our all of our new equipment and setup here for the average Joe's so for one, you guys are finally getting us in stereo right which yeah is, we which had is a change.
1: Uh, you know the the recording is and we uh, it was done on a single microphone so the default setting when I launched our recording program was to go mono. Right. And once we started messing around with the mixer, this new mixer we got, it defaulted over to stereo. And I had no idea. Uh, man, we went into this blind.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've, we've gone into this whole I've, thing blind completely, have you and no I. I no
1: training on, on any of this on the PC end. Jeff has no training, real training on no, this been, on the hardware end. No, you know, I just
0: picked things up over the yeah, years.
1: And I just kind of deduced certain things that work on a Windows program that are always there, where the file settings are. Right. Or this is so it defaulted into a mono setting, and we record we recorded forty seven episodes uh, on a mono <laughs> setting with a single with a single microphone. Which don't get me wrong, that mic did us really did us really well. Oh, that it, mic was, that, that mic you know, did us
0: did us real well. It got us through but, a lot.
1: You know, we were sitting in front of a laptop positioning the one mic so that the speaker on the laptop could talk to ryan and he could hear us through the speaker on the laptop it was it was such a ghetto setup man it was real bad but you know what it got us through over a year's worth of podcasts and everyone that has come along with us for the ride and uh has listened to us in there and they put up with us on there now they're gonna get to hear something that's more, much more quality and much was, better quality, you know, bought but... and paid for by the average Joe's MMA show equipment fund. Yes, uh, and set forth and and really. I'd say seventy five percent of all the hardware portion of it Jeff did because I was I was getting lost and frustrated. I was <laughs> one point I was either gonna throw the fucking mixer across the room or send it back for a refund. Right at that you point, couldn't I, get it to work. I didn't care which one I had. I said I'll I'll eat the cost of this fucker if I can just take it out back with my nine millimeter and put four holes in the son of a bitch. I was <laughs> livid at this thing. Right, we couldn't get it to work, and then all of a sudden, it was about the third day or so of 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 constantly working on it, Jeff hit the right button at the right time with the right things plugged (laughs) in and it fucking unfolded. It was
0: (laughs) glorious. And then we got Ryan all set up. So now we're running Ryan straight into the board yeah. so that his audio is, is, you know, around the same level as ours and, and, you know, read through the board into the computer program. That was fun to try to figure out too. I mean, we've we've stepped things up. Dave oh, and I boy. are each now on our own separate microphones. So
1: yeah, these great condenser mics great on condenser these movable mics. arms, so that you know, I can I can lean over to the computer when we need to pull something up, and I can bring you guys with me, and then I can come back when I need to relax. And you know, we're still we still got growing pains. Yeah, we'll still we still got to figure you things know, out. And, and sometimes you're gonna hear things that that. You know you're gonna hear stuff that hits from time to time because yep. I'm still not used to not grabbing the mic yet. Jeff's so telling me too, don't grab the fucking mic. Yeah. I'm like all
0: right, we had all right. we had it's Ryan cool. we had Ryan on last night. We were just doing like a test call and and making sure all our levels and stuff would be good for today. And after we got off the phone with you, Ryan, I looked at Dave. I was like, dude. You can't grab the mic. <laughs> I like said, like grab grab the arm. Grab the arm. Don't you know. touch the mic because yeah. it's super sensitive, and these yeah. things are omnidirectional, and it'll pick up
1: everywhere. Right, right. No, and you
2: see the, the, when I eventually make my way down there, we can you know all get into the the yellow dungeon together. Oh yeah. god, I, can I can't, can't you guys are gonna have like a like a meter stick slapping my hand every time I reach up and try <laughs> to touch something because I can really imagine how much of a debacle that's gonna be. You
1: know what happened is is I'm watching like we got it's it's obviously not the same gear but it's, we're trying to like almost identify as what, what the Rogan podcast does with a similar kind of equipment setup so and joe always grabs the mic when he moves it and jeff's like brother that's like an 800 hundred dollar sure yeah the sure sm7b you know that thing you could you could do whatever the fuck you want with it and the arm, the arms that they got are all inclusive all the cabling goes inside yep. of it so that it do, inside this insulated arm so it doesn't move the arms alone are like 350 bucks a pop and it's like we don't have those nope. so you can't do this you know <laughs> like, but Joe, but joey diaz has it we're not joey no, diaz we're not, dude, dude
0: we're not getting sponsored not, by on, that, yet yeah
1: <laughs> this is sta- this is this is phase two
0: so any of our listeners out there if you have a company and would like to sponsor the average joe's mma show we will absolutely do plugs for your product and program or whatever yes. you've
2: got whatever you're willing to give us money for
1: every week Somebody caught.
2: You on it. don't have a company. We will. will you pay us? And we'll just say stuff.
1: I'll talk yeah. about you for so ten minutes. Yeah.
0: Up. Yeah. We 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 can negotiate price. Um,
1: you can use it to get chicks. Yeah. You can yeah, say, look, yeah, this I mean, this I mean, show John talks Davis, about me.
2: I know that John Davis has a couple of kids. You know, you want us, want us to wish him a happy birthday on the show. Just a couple yeah. thousand bucks and we'll do it
0: Ryan, I'll uh, sing it I mean, we don't even have to go to the thousands, man we could just talk like no, no, no,
2: no, no. come on, don't
0: 50? start small start yeah, that's where I was going, it was 50 I was going to be happy bucks. with 50 bucks <laughs> that'll pay for a whole mic I was going to say that or that'll pay SoundCloud for a couple of months
1: yeah <laughs>
0: And John, we
2: don't take Canadian money.
1: No, no, we need fifty yeah, real money. John's an American,
2: don't worry. Oh, John's an American. I thought John was a Canadian. Yeah, friend. it's real money. No, no, no. He's an American, don't worry. Oh good. So you can't you can accept all his money. Yep, John, your money's good here then. Yeah, it'll
0: be we, we were talking about that after the last show. I think um Ryan's gonna try to this summer get down here. Yeah. We'll have a little average Joe's time with Ryan. Probably record a bunch of shows and have a ton of content because we won't, who knows when we're going to get to ever see Ryan again.
1: we will have to do like six shows in advance. Yeah. You know, order him a separate mic so he has his own setup. Yep. Watch it's them. watch
2: be them when we're talking about like breaking down like UFC two seventeen three months before it happens and just hoping for the best though, right? <laughs> really,
1: <laughs> half the fights are canceled and, and oh, injuries and yeah. overweight, and we're still, we're still talking about it. It's like, you know what? Yeah, screw it. These are these are rare shows. That's what we, that's what they yeah, call in the comic book yeah, world are, a misprint.
2: Those are the ones you put into the vault and you release later on. Right. We
1: have one in the vault. We that, do
2: have one in the
0: vault. You know, the un, the the lost episode. I was just yeah. talking about the lost episode today with my buddy Todd Bobby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, when we first started doing this, guys. We we didn't have any of the equipment. yet. we were just trying to do a virtual mixer. Uh, uh, we I set it up as best as I could, and we recorded an episode on it. And the problem was, is uh, our SoundCloud accepts only a certain megahertz worth uh, of file format, and. I didn't have voice meter set to that, and I couldn't convert it after that. Uh, there was just a lot of issues with it. The file wouldn't even open in our recorder Audacity for me to edit. I mean, it was just a bunk was, file. Was
0: that our two hundred six preview, or was that the um, wait? Was that the two hundred six breakdown or the Sacramento preview? I can't remember. It was one. the
1: uh, the breakdown. The breakdown. Okay, yeah. so we lost. The Sacramento we lost preview went up fine.
0: Okay, I couldn't remember which one it was yeah. we lost.
1: I still have it saved. It
0: wasn't our best episode anyway because of the technical it. issues that you and I were having in our headphones. Yeah. Causing us to sound like we had some kind of speech impediment because we would so constantly bad. have to slow down.
1: You know, we didn't, I didn't have the... It was... Um, it wasn't called the... It was buffer. It was called the buffer. It was a buffer.
0: It just yeah. made it delayed by about half a second or yeah. two se- or a second or so behind. So We were
1: supposed to set the buffer down to like like zero so yep. that it was real time. And I had it set at like point f- one or .418, which meant... Almost a half second. Yeah, so you we were, so getting... we were like, hi, hi, you, you. And it was so, it was like, I was getting stoned and, and hypnotized off because it was yeah, so man, it weird. Was, it
0: was throwing me off so bad because you just start having a normal flowing conversation and then you would catch it and you would, like, it would throw you off.
1: Oh, and then trying to see, you know, you try to look at Jeff and he's saying one thing and I'm hearing another. It was like those old, uh, Agent Asian films where they're saying <laughs> they're actually saying one thing and you know something English is coming the out and it's you know
0: movie. yeah the old Bruce yeah. Lee and Jackie Chan movies you know, it and stuff just didn't match yeah, yeah, up it was, it was bad and it and it was fucking with me it was making me stutter and I sounded really stupid
1: I was talking so slow yeah. because I didn't no, it was just.
0: Yeah, if we were just saying a word or two here and there, it wasn't that noticeable. But mm-hmm. when you started getting into a tangent and trying to talk about something, it would just—you would pause for a second, and you would catch it, and it would just be like. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh. So now we can, you know, we can keep the cans on. Yeah, and You've got it's, no delay. It's real Everything's time. great. Boom, boom, boom. No problem. Sounds stereo. Sounds great. Yeah, Ryan sounds great through these. Uh, Ryan sounds great through the mixer, hooked up through the laptop. You know, uh, everything sounds. We did, you know, Jeff and I and Ryan, Ryan too, because he did a lot of testing with us. When, yeah. You know, you know, he's got the family and he's got the one on the way and stuff. He's got not a lot of free time. No. So we we had to convince Ryan. It's like, dude, just give me ten minutes. I, oh, I have, no, like, I I have plenty of free time now. for the
2: show. You know, that's like, if I can get away from the hecticness of that you know, <laughs> I, I try ten like, hour show with you guys, but you, you guys don't let me. I mean, we're <laughs> back to reality. <laughs> How far... that's what, When we're talking about doing, like, special shows and that, I'm like, cool, we can do, like, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. that works yeah. Like when right you're, for me, like, all the time.
0: When you're in town, we're going to try to record as much as we can, Absolutely. whether it's... You know, just a regular show, and then a special edition show where yeah. we watch some fights and just talk about it and have fun. The yeah, like average show is old school night. Yeah, man, we're gonna you know? we're gonna we're gonna take advantage full advantage of you being
2: here. Absolutely, oh, for, no, for, and just as a disclaimer, I'm actually not a neglectful father or husband. I am. <laughs> no, we we <laughs> would never no, no, we would never ever put that out there that you are a neglectful. Not. That's why I'm saying it was father or was, husband. Just joking. I was joking. I love my family. And <laughs>
0: we we love that, that, your yeah. family. We no. love your wife. We appreciate. My family
1: too, <laughs> but sometimes, uh, you know, get the yeah. fuck away from me. Right. I need I need <laughs> my alone time.
2: I, so how far I need my Thursday nights?
1: Yes. How
0: far out are we from uh, from the young prince being born, Ryan?
2: Uh, February twenty second is the big. <laughs> okay, day. So I knew it was February. Is, yeah, it's uh, less than uh, less than eight weeks at this point. So
1: wow. And yeah. um, we're not going to allow you to record that week. No, sorry. You Even know what's
2: if... my wife already told me that I'm going to have to like. There's no excuses for me to miss a recording. So it sounds like like they all probably take a week off here, there when that when everything's going down. But she's already told me just to keep on going with the Joe. So
1: well. um I guess that's up to you, but I would yeah. I would not expect you, you know, especially if the, your your son's being born on a Thursday night. <laughs> I,
2: you know, I know. No. we would do a live show of his birth. No, I'm down. I'm down. I don't know how Kara would feel about it. So, what do you guys think about this upcoming boat? Are you a bastard! Are you bastard! to me! I hate yeah. you! Oh
1: God, that's <laughs> ready to just it. or they would skyrocket. Yeah. So
2: one, of the, one of the other. What other yeah, MMA? And there
1: should be no in between. It's what other be MMA show? Worst. Yeah, what other it MMA show has
2: live birth on it? It couldn't be. It couldn't be worse than the lost episode. Nothing can oh, be no. worse than oh, the no, lost no. episode, or some
0: of the early episodes I listened to.
1: Yeah, those <laughs> were quite bad too.
0: <laughs> Not terrible. Not terrible.
1: But well, you can tell that over the course of. 40-plus episodes, we improved
2: Very much a lot. So. Very much and, so. Yeah, and 2017 is definitely to be the year of the Joes in many different ways. Absolutely. Just
1: out of curiosity, do you, which, what episode was that, that Ryan jumped on?
0: Ryan's first episode is... I actually looked this up today, so I, I knew this was going to come up. Yeah. So I went through the iTunes list. Ryan's first episode as a guest was episode 33.
1: Okay. And he so was, he was uh, started official at 34. Four or five as an official meant because it was right there after. Yeah, was, like we're bro, like brother, you're staying on with us. It was
0: right after. I think it might have been maybe one episode after that. I don't. Yeah,
1: quite I
2: remember. Think... Yeah, I think it was because uh, we did the uh, the talk of the Shevchenko card, and then it was I think the Woodley. I think it was like the two hundred one recap, when it was all mentioned.
0: Yeah, thirty. Yeah, we broke down. That point. We broke down Shevchenko and home with Ryan on there, and then. Uh, um. We previewed uh, Rodriguez and Caceres and then talked about some other stuff. And then it was episode 30 that we had Eric, our first official guest.
1: Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right.
0: Mr. Holtgren.
1: Yeah, he come on for fifteen twenty. Yeah, fifteen twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. It was that. the day
0: the day that the John Jones thing. Yeah, that with him popping. So we had oh, we amazing. got his the first show. Yeah, yeah, we had the we had the first take. Eric's first thoughts on it because it happened just before we started recording.
1: That dude, it, Jeff, was telling me about this. I didn't. I mean, I listened to their show once. Jeff told me like well over a year, maybe two years ago. He's like, "Great, the Warriors was awesome. Check it out. It's out of Grand Rapids, et cetera, et cetera." So I, and I started listening to it, but then before the day of when Eric was going to come on the show and Jeff was telling me about all the stuff that he's involved in, I'm like, he can give us 15 minutes. That's like a normal person has given us two hours. And that was like not, not long after he
0: just, him and his wife had just had a baby too. So
1: the the dude was involved in everything. Everything. And the fact that he took 15 minutes to come on our show, which isn't going to, he's not going to gain anything from being on our show at that point. We were lucky to have, 10 listens a week right. you know we were you know uh so for him to come on and do that and just talk with us and, and and have a good time the dude has one of the best radio voices i've ever heard
0: definitely that's incredible
1: yeah. it, it was built for radio yeah
0: he's i mean he's a podcast that, radio broadcast that, well center. yeah that voice is is a you know synonymous and legendary in the west michigan area with mm-hmm. with west michigan radio and now podcasting and stuff so it was funny though because i was listening on the way here to their episode that they just put up today. Um, and they were just talking about all the crazy stuff with the New Year's and the holidays, the way they fall and stuff. And Eric had to bring his kids with him to do the show today. Oh my gosh. So you can hear oh, his geez. you can hear his daughter in the background <laughs> just like every so often yell, <laughs> yelling and whatever. And at one point she's doing something and Ken goes, We can take a break if you need to, man. And Eric's like, No 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 we're good. We're good. It's fine.
1: It's good. <laughs> she's gonna want it regardless. <laughs>
0: So, you know, it, it just reminded me of every so often when, when uh, you can hear Carla in the background yeah. of your dog.
1: Or the dog. I think we're the dog more uh, than We definitely know. hear the dog more than like, Carla.
2: I hear I hear Carla, like, running around screaming. I'm like, jeez, is that going to get picked up? Like, nah. It's, nah. I'm oh, it, t- too it too totally bad.
1: does. Yeah. It, back it,
2: to the t- does. we'll be talking about, all you hear is, ee! <laughs> 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 awesome powers is running down the hall, she is. It cracks me up. I love well,
1: it. It's part of our ambiance. It, it is. You know, if there's someone out there listening that doesn't appreciate a, a, a man and his, his daughter, that sometimes she runs around with her, you know, insane, and we have to record it. They don't appreciate that. Fuck them. We don't need them.
0: That's part of the show. Yeah.
1: That's part of us. It's part of our charm. Yeah. Damn yeah, right. That's so why I,
0: we're average. That's exactly. We are. We're. we're the above-average Joes yeah. now.
1: We definitely are. Phase two. But,
0: but yeah, like Ryan said, like Dave said, big things coming for 2017. Yeah. Now we have the new setup and the uh, professional sounding audio. Yeah. We're, we're still working on getting some video things coming um, eventually one way or another.
1: Yeah, we tried. We we tried a little bit tonight, but yeah, we, we were, were gonna, but we were rushing it. We didn't yep. have any time invested into what we were gonna do at all. It's just like spur of the moment. It's like you want to try, we can try. Didn't, didn't work. Didn't work.
0: But, but we're gonna we'll be able to yeah. you know we'll do some live either live YouTube uh stuff here coming soon, and then eventually we're gonna have a, a you know a camera yep. where we'll be able to stream all of our shows live. Uh, similar to uh, uh, the Joe Rogan Show, or as I like to reference a lot, our, our friends over at the MMA Holes.
1: Yes, they're I like, awesome. I like those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris is Chris a over there is great yep, Chris is a good dude. Chris found me just, you know, out of the ether. Just, you know, I, I posted one of our shows and I hashtagged uh, UFC whatever it was two oh four or whatever it was at the time. He seen that. He sent me a message, like the show. I liked their show. We talked back and forth every time. Chris post something about mma now he always tags me in it so that our show gets more that's views cool. i mean all all the time i'm looking on our my notifications list and there'll be there'll be new notifications or four are from him and the people that have liked and uh retweeted stuff that he's put out there that he's tagged us in that's so awesome he's, nice. he's that's been awesome. A, you know a, just a great great person who's out there to promote and help smaller level shows like us you know people that don't have a million right two million viewers like rogan and those guys he's just he loves him and yeah. he loves what we do and he loves you know i love what they do exactly uh,
0: well that's the beauty of social media is we've been able to build these relationships yeah. with other shows you know i mean yeah. we had you know my friendship with eric through being on twitter with each other and being a follower of the way of the warrior show and stuff like that that brought us together and then of course we snagged their executive producer and made him part of the show. I, I do have a little bone to pick with Mr. Holker because every once in a while when he references you, he always references executive producer or whatever of the show, but he doesn't give you any credit as a member of the average Joe's MMA show. And I think your title needs to be fixed, sir.
1: I do too. Back uh,
2: after, after two Oh two, uh, Ken was think, at a concert and I was, uh, filling in helping out Eric and, uh, he dropped uh, he dropped, you know, executive producer, and he all, and he did say a bunch of uh, you know, and contributed to the average. Shows he did that say kind of that stuff. once. It was like he, oh. on, on that show he mentioned a couple times, but yeah, he
0: re- he mentioned you. He mentioned you like a, a week or two ago on one of the shows,
2: yeah. and I was. I you know, be careful though because. You know, they don't want to take listeners away and be like, oh, geez, this Ryan guy sounds pretty cool. I should go check out you know, what else he does. You know, next thing you know. We promote for the them. go down. Right. You, know, you got to be careful. You don't want to give your, your, your rival company. We're not a, a rival. You want to give,
0: <laughs> listen, we are not a rival of the Way of the Warrior. We are a
2: spawn of Way of the Warrior. I
0: always attribute hey, uh, – they are the godfathers one of this one show.
2: podcast they listen to, you know, it's a rival. No. If you only want to listen to one podcast, you got to pick one. Listen. You, know, you don't want to give your uh, – you don't want to give your competition well, ears. As,
0: as a host of this show I refuse to claim as a rival of a show that inspired <laughs> me to want to do this
2: yeah
0: I'll, I'll be a rival for any other show but Way of the Warrior is what
2: <laughs> not yeah I, 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 true, like, Way of the Warrior is like when I came across that through uh, through Drew McCarthy yeah that's how you and I became uh, friends yeah I get through through that I got into Way of the Warrior and that's what like listen to that uh wanted me for years to do with the podcast and that's how I connected into you guys and got onto this thing like
0: yeah you and I started
2: crazy like the dominoes the way that they fall
0: but you, you just showed up in my fucking notifications one day checking <laughs> he was. checking all of my bullshit that I post on the uh, on a way of the warrior post that's wrong
1: Jeff he actually threw 104 strikes yeah that around. actually happened that
0: actually yeah, happened yeah. here on this date and such and such and such and it just this Ryan Dempsey just kept popping <laughs> up so
2: you know it, it's funny they like, talking about that uh, you know last week we, got, we finished recording and went in the living room my wife goes oh so how was it I'm like I surprised myself tonight. <laughs> she goes, what you mean? And she was, we were talking about some guy. Uh, it was uh, Covington, you know, Covington. We his last fight and, and we couldn't think of who it was. And I was like, Gee, I think that was Warley Alves, and I, the name was popped away for no reason whatsoever. And then you guys looked it up, and that ended up being it. And she's like, "How do you remember that?" I'm like, "I don't remember it. I heard one name, and another name just kind of clicked into place." So yeah, like I, I just know. like I just I sat there like a gasp for a minute, like trying to figure out how I picked pick that one name out. I made a joke about his last win, and you just
0: pulled Warley Alves the, oh, out was of this your guy. ass.
1: So I was like, well, why would you? Why would Warley Alves be stored in your brain memory? For anything, yeah. You know, other than Why the fact that he fights,
2: he stored in my brain. Uh, yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> with the amount of stuff they had shoved in there, like I'm surprised I can remember like anniversaries and birthdays at this point. Oh my god, or recipes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: like we were saying though, that the power of social media, it's brought us together with other small shows like the MMA holes, uh, yeah. the Loaded Joes, which we're working on trying to do a crossover with them as well as trying to do a crossover with uh, with the MMA holes.
1: You know, now that we're really set up to do it. I think it's going to be a lot easier because we can plug the right into the mixer and stuff. We don't have the single mic. I mean, we have so much more that we can do. I mean, we can even plug them in from one. We have two different machines. Yep. Plus, we have uh, a great new iPad that we can utilize. We have so much more power now to hook up multiple people uh, over multiple formats, whether it's the Facebook Messenger or Skype or Yahoo Messenger, whatever messenger uh, that you use that can do voice or video, whatever. We have that power now. Yep. Um, whereas before we really didn't no. have the ability, you know, I'd have to extend a speaker over here we have to have one speaker on one side, right. the, the one single mic in the middle and then well, the one we, speaker on this side. It was really not
0: good. What was it? The first, when we had Eric, it was on my phone. Yeah. We tried to call him and we kept dropping the call. So we had to go to Facebook messenger. Yeah. And then I think the first time Ryan was on might have been on my phone too. It was, and then we figured out, okay, we should try something different. It
1: was better though with Ryan on the phone because you hooked into the Wi-Fi call instead of just a regular phone. We're in the Yellow Dungeon, folks. It is surrounded by bricks,
0: and there is no cell service down here. No matter who you have, not cell
1: service. I get barely.
0: I can get text, but calls are iffy.
1: Text okay, it goes through. Sometimes it even takes like. Like I have someone upstairs, my you know, buddy Larry, he'll be upstairs or something. And he'll send me a text, and it'll take a half an hour before it pops up down here because yep. the the, the signal just is so bad at times. You know, and then other times you'll get you'll get a bar and it'll go through fine. Other times, nothing. Yeah, that's just the way it is with brick and, and Wi Fi. Yep, I mean,
0: but know. luckily we have Wi Fi. So
1: yeah, I, sure. I redid all the Wi Fi down here. <laughs> I redid all the the. The wired internet into my computer, then uh, set up a whole separate uh, Wi-Fi and booster down here so that we have solid stuff to work on. Right. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, there's an I have an office down here where uh, my little brother is going to college, and I set him up a little office down here, and he needed a wired connection, so we, I pulled him up a wired and nice. a Wi-Fi connection into the other office there, so that uh, so that he does. Uh, Jordan sponsors, you know. He gets responsible. Jordan's big supporter of the show does a lot of work for us, whatever we need. Yeah, uh, shares us. We love on, on, on the kid. page, and you know Jordan's going through college right now, and it's it's a big step for him, and you know uh, doing well too. He is he is getting he A's. Had a, man. He had a
0: great first semester. Yeah. He's going back at it here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Next he's week, getting I think he solid
1: grades. Going for uh, criminal justice uh, and that sort of field. We'll see where it leads to, but. Uh, uh, great feel through him, and he's doing a great job. Yeah. I'm very, very, very proud of my little brother. I'm
0: also very proud of your yeah, little brother. Yeah, thank you. He's a good kid. I like Jordan a lot. He's always been a big supporter of us and always, you know, tries to interact and... and post questions and things like that. So.
1: And he's not even an MMA fan, he just no. wants to support us. he just wants to support us. I mean, us. He, he is an, I can't say that, he is an MMA fan, but he's not a, like a hardcore... He's much
0: he, more of a pro-wrestling yeah, fan. Definitely a pro-wrestling fan. Yeah, that's, wrestling his, that's his niche, for he
1: sure. Could, uh, we do a, some kind of ever-shows pro-wrestling show, if you put him on it, he was not going to shut up for two hours. <laughs> and he has got, <laughs> as much as I know from, uh, like, 85 to 99, right. that era, as much as I know that, and I know everything, Yeah, from 99... To today the dude is a an encyclopedia that's awesome he's he's the ryan of 2000s pro wrestling (laughs) Bro, (laughs) he's really just you know he's that's just when i was when he was born i was 18 and you know i i before i moved to new jersey it was just him and i and we hung out a lot and i would sit him down on my on my knee and Pro wrestling would be on because that's what I watched. Right. So that's what he watched, and he just grew <laughs> up around pro wrestling the same way my uncles did for me. When when I was born in seventy eight, by eighty three, you know my 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 mom had me young, and she's the oldest of the group. So my uncles were like twelve and thirteen when I was born. Right. So by the time I'm three, they're like fifteen. They sit me down, and we're watching Ric Flair and Terry Funk, and we're watching Harley Race, and that's what I grew up on. So that's what he grew up on. Awesome.
2: Eighties yeah. pro wrestling is probably some of the best babysitters you could have.
1: Absolutely, it's true. Absolutely, it's true. You guys ready to? I'm ready to <coughs> break to talk, down. Uh, Let's talk some fights. I'm ready to do my job.
0: Yeah. Now that we've we've gone <laughs> down this this hole for thirty thirty some minutes, I mean it was definitely necessary. It was, a good, it, was, it, was required. it was a good journey. And it was fun. It was a fun journey. Uh, so tomorrow night on a special Friday night card, we have UFC 207 uh, champion Amanda Nunes takes on the returning Ronda Rousey, and. Uh, Ronda Rousey didn't want to do any media this week. None. Didn't. We're lucky we got anything from her for the embedded. The flip side of this, which, you know, whatever. Rousey doesn't want to deal with the media. They all turned on her. Blah, 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 blah. She's got the right to do what she wants. And if the UFC negotiated it and she was in her contract to do that, fine. I got no beef with it. The thing that kind of bothers me is that this is Amanda Nunes. This is our champion. She yeah. doesn't get her time to shine because Ronda doesn't want to do media, and the media doesn't want to talk to her because they only want to talk to and about Ronda. Yeah,
2: yeah this is like uh, we've talked about before with uh, uh, with Clay McGregor. If Ronda Rousey sat down for a press conference with Nunes, there would have been absolutely no questions going her way. It would all would have been about the Holly Holm knockout, how she's feeling, the suicide comment, the movies, the this, the that, and everything. Like, the least that the UFC could have done is at least given Nunes the chance to go out there as often as she could as opposed to just scrapping, the, like, everything that – as opposed to scrapping the chance to get her out there and get her known by more people. And
0: that's what I mean. Like, it, this is her first title defense. You know, and, she and
1: clearly her biggest fight ever. Her biggest ever. fight
0: ever. I mean – This yeah. is her shot. Right. And excuse me, she she's getting robbed of it, and it bothers me. It bothers me a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, and it should it be really. Scary. Like
2: she could have a fire burning inside of her to show the world what they missed out on. And we, like, you know, tomorrow night we could see the birth of like a whole new uh, a whole new woman uh, fighter. I
0: hope so. Yeah. But I mean, the sad truth is, is that the only real outside of the. Ronda Rousey commercial that we constantly get to see if you watch anything on FS1 or FS2 or Fox itself <clears throat> is the only thing that saved and really promoted the hell out of this fight is the co-main event. Yeah. That is yeah. what has been drawing yeah. the attention right. to this card has been the buildup between Garbrandt and Cruz.
1: It's not, um, you know, and it's, it's one thing of, of Ronda not doing the media and not doing uh, the pressers and whatnot, um, but everything is directed towards Ronda's not doing this stuff, and it's still all directed towards her. Amanda's getting no Nothing. love from the UFC at all. This is their champion, and she's not getting any. She's of with if there's sixty minutes worth of promotion or videos or commercials or whatever you want to call it. Ronda's getting fifty five of it. Amanda's getting five.
0: You know the only yeah. the only major sports outlet that I have really seen give. A lot of attention and and done specific articles about Man Nunes has been Flow Combat okay. and MMA at MMA Gym Jim Edwards, who is a phenomenal writer. I the only beef I've had with Flow Combat and uh, and Jim lately has been um, they gave a lot of attention to uh, Mike Perry and his coming and right, right. his comeback, but uh, oh Jim at
1: MMA
0: Gym uh, or Gym. Hang on. Let me make sure I got it right. It is at MMA underscore Jim. I'm sorry. Yeah, make sure you do go and follow Jim Edwards at MMA underscore Jim. He is a great writer for Flow Combat. Um, He's always on top of everything, including, uh, you know, not just UFC, Bellator, you know, the major companies. He was, uh, was over in... Uh, at some of the fights over in Russia and stuff like that, like he he has done a great job. But Flow Combat did a really good article about Amanda Nunes uh, just the other day, so they've they've done great work um, covering this whole thing, in particular because Jim's out there right now. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you want if you want a really good article about her, it's just a few days back. Uh, I guess the Mirror Sport also did. Um, an article about her now, but Flow Combat was the first ones I saw really giving attention to her.
1: It's, I mean, it's one thing. Obviously, the media was going to be Ronda heavy. That's just clear. Right. You know, the promotion's going to be that because she is Ronda Rousey and she's the most popular female athlete that they have. Uh, one of the most popular athletes in general that they have. I shouldn't even. Uh, Pigeonholer as a women's athlete, she's just one of the most popular fighters that they have now and ever had. But Amanda Nunes isn't; she's not a second-rate fighter. She's a world-class fighter. No, not at all. You know, yeah, she's she's the champion for a reason. And if you're gonna, you know, if there's gonna be sixty minutes of commercial time, you want to give. You want to give, you want to give at least twenty to your champion. You want to give round to forty, fine, that's fine. Give round to forty, but give twenty to your champion. Not this fifty-five and five. This it's just the only real. I mean, there's been some embedded stuff, yeah. But she did, um, uh, Amanda Nunes did do a luncheon slash scrum kind of deal. Yeah, I believe with, it was yesterday with
0: Karen Bryant from Fox Sports.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't really that. I mean, it was okay, but. Um, Again, it was less about what she, what Nunes was going to do, and more about what what Ronda's doing and why Ronda isn't doing the media. And does it upset her that Ronda's not doing this? And does it upset her that Ronda's not doing that? Yeah. You know? And she just
0: keeps saying, "I don't
1: care what Ronda yeah, does." Yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. You know, That's you know, she wanted to talk well, you know, about her and, stuff. And that's and the
2: stuff. perfect attitude that she should have going into that fight because if she were let the media, uh, you know, if the media, if she lets the media get into her head on Rousey's behalf. That would definitely spell disaster for her. So for her to have the attitude of, you know what, the media wants story about her, let them deal with her. I have my own stuff. I got a game plan. You know, I'm going up against a killer in there. Like, I got to do what I got to do. So I don't care what she has to do.
1: Yeah, agreed. What uh, what do you what do you see happening in this fight, Ryan?
2: Uh, like like I said uh, before we start recording, I've gone back and forth for a while now in this fight. <laughs> I can definitely see, I can definitely see Nunez finishing this fight and I can see Ronda taking it, uh, as well. If she's mentally focused the right way. And that's been the big question mark with her going into this fight. Um, I'm going to take Ronda Rousey in a second round TKO. Wow. Uh, I I, I, I I'm Yeah, I, I, I'll admit I'm a sucker for the, for the comeback and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we knew that. Um, I, I think that if Ronda Rousey's head is in the right spot, we're going to see like the old style of Ronda Rousey that we saw just dominating girls, uh, you know, just, just marking them in seconds. I don't think it's going to be as fast as her fights against Alexis Davis and Kat Zingano and, and Betch Koheya, uh, but I do think that if she has the right game plan she's mentally focused and she's ready to go, I think that she has all the tools necessary to pull this one out.
1: Wow, okay um I respect that but also respectfully disagree and I, I believe that uh Amanda Nunes is is way too powerful way too skilled and uh Brazilian jiu-jitsu once she gets to the ground uh, if Ronda takes her down she's not going to be able to have her way with someone like Amanda Nunes like she would have with an Alexis Davis or someone else where right, they, she right. just absolutely flattened him and you know punched him to death uh, Amanda Nunes is going to be too quick too powerful uh, and far too skilled down there. If it goes into a a stand up fight, Amanda Nunez is going to Maul her. She's just going to bulldog her. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. So I, my pick is Amanda Nunez, and where where how it happens, uh, um, I'm going to leave that one uh, alone because I'm just I'm not sure yet. Maybe I'll post about it, you know, th- or talk about it tomorrow. Um, but I'm just I, at this point, I'm not sure. But I, I I'm I'm Banking on Amanda Nunes is gonna finish her and I think she's gonna do it in a mauling fashion and just beat the and piss out of her. That's
2: definitely a thing that I could I would not be shocked if that if something like that does happen either. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've uh <clears throat> I've got Amanda Nunes winning this one. Um TKO finish. <clears throat> I think the thing that could save Rhonda, Amanda has a little bit of problems with uh, with her gas tank sometimes. Um so if Rhonda can survive the early onslaughts and get her to the ground um you know she might be able to submit her but uh yeah her her only what she's gone 3 with Valentina and she got a third round TKO loss to Cat Otherwise, all of her f- right. fights look like they pretty much go
1: round one, yeah. round two. She's only been scheduled for one five-rounder. And that was against Misha. <laughs> and it lasted yeah, you know, a minute a one one. Uh, it should be noted that all of the fights that uh, that are recorded for the UFC anyway, uh, for Amanda Nunes, she has finished or been finished in every one of them. She's never gone to a decision yeah. in any fight.
2: Yeah, and that's true. Except for, oh, sorry, be Continuing here, except the
0: one. She, yeah, she did go to decision with Valentina, um, but other than that, she uh, she got would by Cat in the third round. Everything yeah. else has been first lost, round, uh... but one. Fight. And
2: that and that Cat fight was one that she was looking really good in before she got tired and got caught.
0: Right, and that's it. Her, it's her gas tank. Seems to be, it's been quoted by a few people. Uh, Diz actually brought it up, was where I first saw it. But, um,
1: whereas ronda has ronda ever fought a three round fight? in the US She team? went
0: three with uh, Misha,
2: she w-
1: but she yeah, was scheduled she for five. five. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. what I'm saying is, she has she ever been scheduled for anything other than a fiver. I don't think so. I don't think she has.
2: No, since, since she went to the UFC, her first fight was for the title. And so since yeah. since the since big joining the UFC, she's been nothing but five round fights. Yeah, yeah and even
0: even in force well, she had a couple uh, before she faced Misha that were probably scheduled for three.
2: Yeah. <coughs> against yeah, uh, but she but she won everything in the first round. Arm right, bar, all, all armbar, as, as everyone remembers. Yeah, the first six time
1: armbar Armbars, five in a row, six in a row. Armbar finishes first round.
2: Yeah, she won five. Non, it was up until the five. Misha take Misha Tate think, was the first armbar. Misha yeah, was, was the first for, time she went out of the second it was round. the first time she went out of the first round, and then I think it was Alexis Davis or Sarah McMahon that was the first non-armbar finish. Yeah, it was uh, uh, McMahon. McMahon when she KO'd her. She flipped her and beat her he
1: flipped up. flipped her and pop bop, bop, beat the piss on yeah, 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 her. Yeah, her and... Her, popped
2: her, her, her in the kidney and liver, whatever,
0: and dropped her. Her and Misha went into the third... So that's the only fight she's gone out because Holly yeah. beat her in the second. In the second. So, yep. yeah. um, so we really don't yeah, know the what the gas tank is
1: uh, going to hold up for championship rounds anyway.
2: No, because it's never well,
1: been uh,
0: The saw. bigger
2: thing is going to be Ronda's chin. That's Oh, yeah. Because that's we, another thing. Because we've seen her get rocked against uh, Betch Cohey. I mean, that fight went 34 seconds, and Ronda got rocked yeah. before finishing Betch. Misha rocked and her a few times seen, in that second round.
1: And I guarantee yeah. Nunez hits harder than both of those girls. Definitely.
2: Oh, oh, she's the hardest in that division for sure.
1: Yeah. She's a bulldog, man. She's, she's a mauler. I'm going to say more than likely second round
0: TKO for, for Nunez. Um, but, you know, if Ronda can drag it out and see where Amanda's gas is at, she might be able to catch her in that armbar. I wouldn't be shocked if Ronda won this fight. I mean, I've been saying all along that when she came back, Amanda was going to kill her. Yeah. You know, who knows? I, it's hard to... It's always hard to pick against Ronda. You, you, you it really know. is. It really is. It was 12-1, and
1: she showed us nothing but excellence in, yeah. in all of those victories. We,
0: we just all kind of jumped ship on her as soon as Holly beat her. And yeah. w- was Holly the perfect fight at the wrong time for Ronda? A perfect fight for Holly at the wrong time for Ronda? Maybe. We'll find out tomorrow night, but I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with what I've been saying. I think Amanda's going to win, but I won't, I won't be shocked if Ronda wins this
2: fight. Be yeah, my... and, that, and that's, that's basically where I'm at, I, you know, like I said, I'm taking Ronda because I do think she has the skills, and I do like a, the comeback star, like I said, but it's definitely anyone's fight, depending on really who gets their game plan going first.
1: It's not, you know, for me, it's not so much Ronda's skill or ability, because she's an extremely skilled fighter, it's her mental toughness that I question. She does not seem to have the kind of mental toughness that's required of a champion when that champion takes a loss. When she's riding high and gliding through uh, other fighters, that's not a test of your mental toughness. It's when you get kicked down and knocked down and beaten up, then have to get back up. That's the test. I don't know if she has the mental toughness to continue on and be the fighter that Ronda Rousey once was.
0: Yeah, we don't know. I mean, Misha's saying her head's not in it anymore, but... <clears throat> I mean, what does Misha really know about what saying uh, not and,
2: and you have the distractions of all the movies and the modeling stuff, and, like, she's got a lot going on that, like, is she really focusing full out on this fight? Because we saw with the Holly Holm fight that she was filming movies and doing Sports Illustrated shots and all these kinds of things, and she was just picked apart in that fight and that was really the first real fight where she had uh outside MMA distractions where is she going to be at now
0: I mean for not doing anything for a year and a half I would surely hope focused and well trained but we won't know until she steps in the cage
2: and and that's the other thing like with her with her coaching like where's uh where's Edmund going to be oh god if he if she's if she's getting like kind of like beat around a little bit at the end of the first round. And she sits down and he's like, oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. You might as well just get ready for the second round finish for yeah. for Nunez." Yeah, definitely. But he's got he's to be on his game uh, even more than she's got to be on her game.
0: So Dave and I are taking Nunez. Yes. Ryan's got Ronda. We'll see what happens yeah. there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, let's move on to the Let's see what you man.
1: guys have to say. You Let us know because this is the last fight. Of 2016, it's the comeback of of Ronda. Let us know what you guys think on how it's going to go down. Yeah, you guys got 24 could, hours could to get your the last slate of
0: Could be in our co-main event for also the men's bantam weight. Well, also the bantamweight title, but in the men's area, our champion Dominic Cruz taking on number five Cody No Love Garbrandt, and this fight has me more excited than any other fight on this card. The the, the yeah. back and forth between these two has been great for weeks. Since Cody won there in, uh, what was it in Cleveland at, uh, 203 or whatever? Yeah. And he, uh, called out Dom and was talking shit. Where was his last win at? That was at, yeah, uh, 202. Against Mitsugaki. Yep. That's what it was. <clears throat> so after he knocked out Mitsugaki, he started calling out, Gar- uh, Cruz and, uh, they've just been going at it ever since and it's been great. This week alone, um, you know, we saw Cody storm out of an interview last night when Dom told him to keep his fling on a string. You know, keep your girl in check and stop letting her fight your war for you, man. <laughs> I mean, Dom makes a good point. Your girlfriend shouldn't be fighting your battles. No. Especially not with Dominic Cruz. Uh, I posted a video on our show page last night, so if you haven't had a chance to check it out, do it. It's nine minutes. It's called uh, Dominic Cruz is a dick to everyone. <laughs> and it's just oh, so... Oh, yeah, that was
2: a classic...
0: Some great highlights of Dom just shit talking people, and I am gonna I am gonna admit I have not been the biggest Dominic Cruz fan over the years. I just kind of don't like him.
1: I, I admit I am still not the but biggest Dominic Cruz. fan. I've become a Dominic Cruz fan. I in am the last, a fan, but I am definitely not the I mean, uh,
0: the last uh, few fight. I mean, the Faber fight kind of won me over because Faber has I've, he's pissed me off a lot over the last few years. Um, but the way Tom handled him, and the way Dom has been handling Cody Garbrandt has mm. been a thing of beauty um just mentally destroying garbrandt i think he's in his head more
2: than garbrandt wants to admit
1: absolutely you can tell that by the way by his reactions yeah you, know.
2: well, you could see uh at that uh the fox 22 card how you know dom was just so calm cool collected just doing whatever it's almost like by not screaming and yelling he made a bigger statement than letting Garbrandt scream and yell at him.
0: Yeah, Cody, Cody screaming and yelling just just makes him look like an idiot. The
1: temper tantrum for yeah. a child.
0: Yep, and that's what Don yeah, exactly. pointed out. You're just being a child, so stop it. Uh, I see this one going down. Um, Cody is going to come out way over emotional. And I think he's just going to be swinging for the fences with every punch uh if he gets out of the third round without blowing his his entire wad and Dom doesn't finish him, I'll be surprised uh but um in typical cruise fashion, this is could has the potential to go go all five rounds, and Dom I think and still, without a doubt uh
1: yeah, one of you two, Ryan, what do you think?
2: Well, see, I as you guys know, I'm not the biggest Dominic Cruz fan. Uh, I was always a favorite fan, so I was always on the other side of the rivalry.
0: Yeah, we know uh, we got all your favorite love last but, week. But the last,
2: but the last couple of weeks, seeing Garbrandt and him going uh-huh. at it, I've actually gained a lot of respect uh, for Dominic Cruz. Uh, you know, and also I am married to the president and probably the founder of the Dominic Cruz fan club. <laughs> so, it's, uh, yeah, the, those watching Faber and Cruz fight, that was like divorce papers were on the table getting ready to be signed pretty much.
1: Oh, boy. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, Kara picks a winner. <laughs> no,
2: but, uh, you know. For once. I might Ooh. have taken Cody Goldbrand
0: <laughs> before that interview. <laughs> He's going to be
2: so pissed when he hears that back.
1: <laughs> you were saying, Ryan. Yeah, Sorry. you were saying.
2: Ah, uh, you guys. <laughs> uh, I would have taken Cody Garbrandt to probably land that one shot when uh, before that interview, but now seeing how much Dom's in his head, it's gonna be it's gonna be like like Jeff, like Jeff said, some of the typical Dominic Cruz dance around, dodge the punches, let Garbrandt get tired. Probably a fourth round, third round uh, TKO stop, which I would imagine if it doesn't go away to decision, Dominic Cruz keeps his
1: belt i've got um i've got dom as well but i have it going all five and dom using uh using his elusiveness to frustrate and tire out garbrandt and probably for the first couple rounds that's about all he's going to do is just you're going to see cody trying to flag him in like come on let's fight you know the usual stuff that you get out of cruise and Cruz not isn't going to bite and um, right, he's just going to wear him out. He's going to tap, 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 and he's going to, you know, Cruz is going to hit him three times to every swing that Cody has and misses. And um, Cruz is in his head; he's already destroyed him in, the, in that kind of game. And uh, the physical stuff is going to come out to, and he's going to beat him. Absolutely, it's uh, just going to outclass him. Cody's, you know, Cody's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong; he's got extremely, he's got great talents, and he's he's. He's big for that division. He's got great length in uh, in his arms and legs. Um, I guess not so much more than Tom, but. Um, Dom Dom's just a he's kind of big for that. Yeah, he? he is too. Really,
0: <clears throat> he's a big he's a big thirty five that just realized at the WEC that he was too big too small for 45. too small for
1: forty five and just big not for 35. What he makes thirty five. Yeah, he know? makes thirty five without um, issues. And a lot of you know what. Uh, I Talk to people, and they don't realize that Dominic Cruz has only ever lost one time. Yeah. He's 22 and 1. I guess, you know, a lot of people don't realize that he's got that many victories yeah. to defeats. He's really put together a hell of a career. And that
0: one fight was when he was like 20 something years old 21, 22 years old. And he beat up a ninja. And he beat
2: up a ninja. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I mean, uh, the thing is, like, with this fight, too, is it has a little bit of parallels to the uh, Jose Aldo-Conor McGregor fight from, from last year even, whereas Conor had a couple nice wins over some names, but no one really big until that Jose fight, and he was able to talk his way into it. And you look at Garbrandt and his biggest witten his most notable wins, I should say, would be Mizugaki and uh, Almeida. I was going to say, Almeida and, probably and, more than Mizugaki now. The jump, and the jump in, in ability between those two guys and Dominic Cruz is so huge that, you know, it, part of me almost can't help but think, like, geez, what happens if he just happens to land that one shot? If he that lands that Dom shot, out, if he, he lands that he, shot,
1: he's going to finish him. Cody's got that
2: power. That Dom makes one mistake, and this fight could be over. You know, in ten seconds.
1: People always say that though about Dominic Cruz it's because of his fighting style. It's just he just has to make that one mistake. The dude never makes never it. Never makes that mistake. That's the thing is you know for the last probably ten fights where uh, where he's no, fought he against doesn't. people stronger than him. You know, it's but, it's. I mean, you know, Jose Aldo. It's right? just the way he fights. Either. That's true. Jose I mean, Aldo. sometimes,
2: some, sometimes something happens. I mean, I, I highly doubt that it will well, happen I in mean, this fight. It but... happened at
1: Anderson Silva because he fought that elusive style as well, and eventually he made that one mistake. Yep. Uh, or Weidman was just that good, whatever way you want to look at it. But you know, eventually that elusive right. kind of style, it doesn't it doesn't hold up as long for most fighters. It's held up for years for Cruz and a twenty one and one or twenty two and one record, and five and zero against Garbrandt's team. Yeah, he bought,
2: yeah. Uh, he, no, is... he he does have that one loss against Faber. Uh,
1: he wasn't part of the team then, right?
0: Uh, well, I think it was. I mean, it was early. Well, I think.
2: They, I think he, he he's six and one against Team Alpha Male. I think I saw. Is it six and one? I thought it was five and one. I thought I heard six and one, but it could be five and one. Cause he's, Regardless, he got a nice house out of beating those guys. Yeah, well, he's got. Uh, he, I think he he needs to add on to his kitchen. So with this gar, this Garbrandt fight, should help him out.
0: He's got two. He's got two against five and one. Yeah, he's got two against Faber, Benavidez...
1: Two against Benavidez.
0: Two oh Oh, he fought Benavides twice. One here. Okay, I didn't realize he only oh, did here. fight Joseph back at, at WEC. Okay.
1: Two Fabers, two Benavidez, uh, and uh, Dillashaw, Dillashaw and even though Dillashaw wasn't Dillashaw part of the team
0: anymore. So, I mean, I don't think that Cody being the fifth or sixth person is going to be the one to figure him out. Um, I don't think Alpha Male as a whole has been no. able to figure him out. If, if Bang couldn't really do it, I don't see Justin Buckholz being uh, able to do it. Throw your hands
1: up at that point.
0: Justin Buckholz being exactly a great coach. So. Uh, any Dominic other? Cruz across the yeah, board? Yeah, we got Dom across the board. I think yeah, yeah, Dom across the board. Before we move on to the The actual next fight on the card, we should talk about what was supposed to be the next fight on the card that got okay. pulled this week. Sure. Um, or last week, I guess. Uh, Kane, uh, Velasquez, and Verbrisio Verdum, which was going to determine our number one contender for the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Got pulled because Kane basically talked himself out of a fight by saying a bunch of shit and then being like, no, 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 I want to fight, but these things are wrong with yeah. me, and I've been smoking medical marijuana. Hey, Nevada State Athletic Commission, and they said, nah, we're not going to license you. You know what
1: he said? One of the things he said that Dana pointed out was probably the worst thing that he said for someone that wants to fight. He said... What he said comes from a person that doesn't want to fight. What he said was, "I can barely stand up for ten minutes at a time." Right. And he said, and said, if you right, can't yeah. stand there for ten minutes at a time, how are you going to go fifteen minutes fighting, wrestling, moving, jumping against a jiu-jitsu maniac, right. one of the greatest fighters in the world? With you know, at that division heavyweight division of Fabricio Verduum, how if you can't stand just regularly stand there, you can't go fifteen. No. You know, and if you're if you're a fighter that wants to have a fight. You don't tell you other don't people talk about that you shit. can't do this or you can't do that. You just don't.
0: This A lot of this, I think, of him dropping information came from his his uh, alliance with the double M-triple-A. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because they wanted to be able to see how far he could push it into the fight so they had something oh, yeah. to use against the UFC. Yeah,
1: they definitely want to, to say that the UFC isn't taking care of their fighters. Right,
0: and like we've said before, uh, the, the double M-triple-A not only is represented by Bjorn Rebney but is also represented by a rival sports agent in the uh, CSAC or something like that. Um, maybe not the CSAC because I think that's a California State Athletic Commission. But whatever it is, it's a, it's a rival sports agent uh, to WME-IMG or mm-hmm. WME, I should say. So yeah. there's a lot of interesting factors on the board where the UFC just said, eh, you know, you can go ahead and try oh, Nevada. You go ahead and you tell them whether yeah, you or not tell- they want to foot because we're not telling them shit. Yeah. Well, then you had Fabrizio Verdoom trying to stay on the card and fight, but according to Dana, he wanted the 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 reports are conflicting. Dana said 800k. Fabrizio posted a text where he said 500k. Either I way. I think
1: here's the difference is he was offered two flights. One he asked for five, one he asked for eight. I yeah. guarantee that's how I'm he I'm sure. Went. But um, he wanted... But, but no, Dana said... I'm sorry. Dana said they, uh, that he offered him Alistar Overeem, and he flat out said, no, I don't want him for this to yep. tr- You know, as a quick turnaround, and Fabrizio flat out said no. And then it said he offered him someone else but didn't say who in February, but that's when he asked for that absorbent amount of money plus pay-per-view points. Right. Went, Dana says 800, Fabrizio showed 500. So I see even, say, 500K plus pay-per-view points. And Dana's big thing is, you know, you got to honor your deal with what we right. have right now. You know, you're going to fight for what your deal says you're going to fight for. Yeah, and you're not going to dictate you know. terms to so us. So he says there's many ways to turn down a fight. You know, Dana said that. We'll talk about that later when we do it with right. Time. Yeah, that was one of them that yeah. he pointed out. To, well, that he's right. So but this card, this card's like, taken a hit.
0: It had, it's had two fights pulled in the last couple of weeks because Jessica Andrade couldn't, they yeah. couldn't find an opponent for her yeah. because of the whole Angela Hill, USADA debacle. Um, right. Uh. Josh Barnett.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So they, USADA, not allowing Angela Hill to get the exemption. To compete uh, like they gave Brock, even though she's been in the UFC and has been fighting in Invicta and everything like that. Um, yeah. So I thought that was kind of shitty. I felt bad for poor Angela Hill because I think I'd love to see her get another shot. I was shot. excited to see that
2: fight a lot too. Me too.
0: And I was excited to was see. Really
2: into,
0: yeah. I was excited to see Angela Hill get another crack at the UFC. Um, she's been doing well in Invicta. So, uh, but yeah. That was all I wanted to make sure we touched on, at least uh, Fabricio and Kane, since that was the spot they were supposed to be in. You know,
2: with, uh, you know, you're saying we lost the two fights. (coughs) Sorry. Uh, I was actually looking at the card earlier this morning and I didn't realize how close we could have had this card being just a complete disaster with the amount of guys on this card that have had making weight issues and the number of guys that are on this card that have serious injuries in their past issues. Like, we could have lost a lot of fights until only lose two. I mean, I think like this card that probably dodged a lot of bullets today.
0: Yeah, it definitely did. Um, definitely did. But, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to bring up that in uh, in its spot since that fight was supposed to happen. Uh, it would have been our third really fight really for the main.
2: To you guys, a quick question. Yeah what do you think now for uh, for Velasquez once he comes back from his injury? Do you think the UFC is just going to give him that chance of getting a crack in a or contender? Do you think they utilize JDS and Struve and, and uh, these other guys that, have, that are actually going to be uh, in fights? It depends. Yeah, what do you think happens? It depends. So here's the conundrum
0: that they've got, right? All the top guys are bo- – I know, man. I know. All the top guys are booked out. You're not going – if Struve beats JDS, are you really going to give Struve the title shot? No.
2: Do you set up a struve Verdum or Yeah, Struve-Verdum for number one? Because I can't see giving Struve, like, this quickly. No, Struve. If he beats JDS and then also.
0: Struve definitely doesn't. I think – what's he at? Number f- – Struve? Yeah. Ten. He's at 10. So yeah, you're 10. definitely not giving him the title shot if he beats if he beats JDS. Um Rothwell's kind of in the mix, I guess in discussion. He he blasted everybody, which was pretty funny. I don't know what you do because you can't it's a shitty situation for Stepe even though he asked for time off. He they need to get him a fight and they need to get him a fight soon. Too much time well, off. Even
2: like with, from the UFC's point of view, Velasquez is such a big draw, and people want to see him in there. But you know, when these injuries and these missing cards are adding up. The, his connection with uh, with the union and Bjorn is there. Like it's going to be hard for the UFC to want to give him what he wants, but it's hard to not put him on the cards to be, have people see him and buy the card. Like, it's the whole thing's just a mess.
0: If Junior wins, you can sell that fight with him get 100%. jumping up. Because you've got that, you've got that, uh, he's got the last victory over Stipe. You know, you've got your selling points. That was a great fight, too. It really was, and Stipe got fucking hosed. But anyway, um, so you've got that to sell, but it's, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know what you do. I think if, it depends on what comes out of Kane and how long he's going to be out for. The surgery, they're saying, is just a procedure. It's not really a surgery. It's just kind of. To tweak some things in the recovery time is not supposed to be severe. Um, You still have to do that Kane and, and Fabricio fight. It has to happen.
1: At some point, it got to go down. Whether
0: it. or not Junior jumps up over... When is that Halifax card? That's not till like, February. Uh, that's February, yeah. Uh... So, shit, you're still looking at a long-ass time for, for Steeping you know, to look, not have a having, fight. Yeah, you're
2: not looking at having a heavyweight title fight probably before... May June, it, if it depends, 15th. they
0: could they could go just skip and go right to the rematch with Verdum and Stipe and book that for two oh nine in March. Um, yeah, or they could they they could end up because Dana said in that scrum that two oh eight is not completely set and that this fight the the headlining fight may not be the headlining fight. So with it being kind of
1: there's 12 fights already there is 12 it.
0: fights but he's still saying they could add another one so you could get stipe and and fabrizio for the title
1: not really a deep card it's, it's a good card don't get me wrong but we'll, you know we'll talk about that later yeah
0: there's enough time you know, he's got so february 11th I mean, right these
2: cards you know they have Like you said they they really could have 12 13 14 fights all lined up ready to go and the second that they have a chance to put I guess some have a title on there, you see you guys get bumped off onto fight nights or onto other pay per view. Three guys could get
1: injured. Like all
2: the time. Wilson you know? Wilson
0: freaking Reese is finally getting another fight. He should be getting a title shot, but that's neither here nor there. Um
1: we'll talk about that Yeah,
0: yeah, time. let's get back into two oh seven. Um, so that that there are it's a really weird position with the heavyweights. We'll get into that more. We can say that for you know the, for another show. Yeah,
1: it was worth mentioning that definitely that Kane, worth mentioning Kane's because out
0: yeah uh, the whole thing and the way that, that things have unfolded over the Kane last is, few days and has been really fucky.
1: Kane is not yeah, yeah,
2: indeed. Um, yeah
1: indeed. Kane's kind of a straw warrior anymore. I mean, he's had so many injuries and so many surgeries yeah. and. And, and if, those things
2: add up, as I'm sure you know. That's if, our third. if
1: anyone can talk about how surgeries add up and continually harm you, it's me. It's, it's you. You know, I've I've had so many. Just take my 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 shoulder, my left shoulder, for example. I've had four surgeries on it. I've had I've torn the rotator cuff. I tore the biceps tendon uh, right off the bone. That was a major surgery. Uh, I tore the labrum, and I broke. The end of my clavicle and it fell down my ac joint
0: yeah that was that was that was the last, last one. one that
1: was the, the most severe one uh, how
0: long ago was the uh the one before that the, the not the bicep tendon, the labrum the labrum
1: that was 2011 okay i tore my labrum and uh, the same day i got home from the hospital my license for my concealed weapons permit came in so 2011, <laughs> yeah. 12, no 12 because it goes by five years. It'll be uh, every five years you have to renew, and I have to renew next month. So, okay, or next year. In, next year in, yeah. yeah. So 2012. All right, was that? And it was just a year or so before that that I did my rotator cuff and my biceps tendon. I did those at the same time. So yeah, I've had three surgeries on it. I did those two together, um, and it, it doesn't get better as you go on because no. there's so much damage that goes into re- repairing them and replacing different parts of it and screwing it down and, and tying it up and, and you know if they, have right. to put, if they have to put hardware in there right you know the, your body grows arthritis around that hardware just because that's what it does yep. for an object inside your body inflammation automatically jumps down to it so there's nothing that's you know, it may make him better temporarily, but in another year or so, or something happens to him or he gets slammed too much, it's going to make well, it worse. the
2: thing is, it's, it's constantly, it's been his back, right? His
1: knees as well. It's,
2: it's, not, it's not like he had, like, a broken yeah, he foot. Yeah, he's had knees. But, it's, it, you know, his his back has constantly been giving him these issues, and eventually it's just going to be that one injury that he's going to of the knife, and the doctor's going to say, look, you can't keep doing this anymore.
1: Yeah. And you can. He's had I mean, he's had knee injuries too. And those are you know, those are pretty bad. I've I've uh I've been lucky enough the fact that I've only ever torn my ACL and I separated my growth plate. That's the only injuries I've had to my knee. Oof. And uh those I mean those were bad enough as it is, but all things considered, not the worst thing to happen to a knee. You know, I haven't done, you know, a complete tear, I've never done the patella, never done the PCL, ACL, you know, full blown hyper hyper extended ripping of, of all the tendons in there. I've, I've been lucky in, when it comes to that, but he's had he's had some knee injuries. Knees are never the same. Once you have a knee injury and you have a surgery in there, it's never the same again. Never. Ever. You know Those are some important areas, especially for wrestlers and, and oh, fighters. Yeah. Well, you
2: know. And you do see guys that, you know, they hurt a knee or something and everything looks to be fine. And, you know, a couple of years later, they move the wrong way and that exact knee just snaps Gives out, something happens to it because even though it's back and fixed, it's it's never hundred percent.
1: Never, no. never a hundred percent again. Uh, and your spine is the same way. You're knocking your spine is the same way. Uh, you have to have a, a surgery on it, and you can count on within the next ten years, you'll need another one on the same spot to help alleviate the osteoarthritis and all, right. the, all the other damage. It's, it's the never just one. Yeah. With the yeah. he he had the
2: one of the was. It the discs or something in his neck had to be fused or yeah. something because of, of some of uh pressure right
1: how he, how he still gets cleared to fight is beyond me
0: aka man it's, it's another fighter pulling out but uh yeah like i said we should we should get back onto the card absolutely um we ain't talk plenty about kane and verduum here in the next coming weeks because kane's going to have surgery next week or some shit so we can we can talk about this whole debacle when that happens but third fight on the main card TJ Dillashaw and number 1 and number 2 John Lineker uh TJ number 1 respectively uh no guarantees according to the UFC brass that the winner of this fight is going to get a title shot which i think is
2: bull shit yeah,
0: one no and word. two like
2: th- this the 207 it has it does it definitely has a mini. 135 tournament they uh, have to but Lineker, you can't trust to make weight unless garbrandt wins a split decision against dominic cruz there's no way that it's not winner versus winner loser versus loser
0: it next year to, it needs to happen whether or not it does because the ufc you know never does anything the way that they're supposed to but the True. winner of this fight should get the title shot
1: no doubt <clears> yeah, no doubt
0: 100 and we should make mention that john Lineker made weight Congrats, Ooh. congrats you to know. John Lineker for yeah, making very good. weight. Well done, son. He's well only done. had one fail at one thirty-five, uh, several that's fails at one twenty-five, but only yeah. one fail at one thirty-five. So that's we can't. so bad. No, nah, we can't eat the guy's lunch for that. You
2: know, he's batting five hundred.
0: Hey, okay. we'll take but, it. But you know
1: what? For him, that's that's good. You know, maybe that's he'll huge. be able to stay at that you know way because he's not gonna make it at forty-five.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, uh, Dave. How do you see this fight going down?
1: I i really you know what i like lineker he's a vet he does he's he's very strong but i think t j outclasses him. um i think that t j's got too much uh, too much talent uh i think he's, he beats him stand up you know maybe lineker hits harder but t j hits more and more precise and he's much more of an animal than lineker i got t j dominating him um early on and not letting up
0: you know i <clears throat> until i saw lineker fight uh Dotson, I didn't think that Lineker could go five with his gas tank, and he proved me wrong on mm-hmm. that. Even missing weight, he looked really good. I still think Dotson won the fight. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to – I think TJ just picks him apart, uh, manages to stay away from those big shots mm-hmm. that – and I really didn't think that Lineker was going to be able to hit Dotson because Dotson's a very elusive fighter as well, but he found a way. I think TJ's a little more elusive – then Lineker and I think his counter shots are a little bit better. That's the thing. Um, his counter
1: striking is far better.
0: I think TJ takes it all five. Uh, maybe he finishes him late like he did to Baral. Uh but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dillashaw winning this one by decision. There you go, Ryan.
2: Yeah, pretty much everything you said, uh, Jeff, is how I felt with this fight. Um, with respect to the fifth round finish, if it does go to a, if TJ is able to finish it. Uh, I think this fight is going to be very similar to the previous one we talked about uh, Garbrandt and, and Cruz and the fact that you have, you know, a heavy hitter against a guy who's good on his feet and can and dip in and dip out and land big shots. Um, I think that TJ's biggest advantage is going to be having Dwayne in his corner. And I think that that's what's going to end up having him pull this fight out. But um, I, I think, I think, T.J. will probably go to the decision. If not, he de- he'll get a later decision, uh, a later round uh, TKO win probably. Um, but like the Garbrandt fight, all it takes is one mistake, and, and, and Lindiker can, can finish T.J. We've seen T.J. knocked out once before uh, by Dodson, actually. Um, so it is like, we have seen him knocked out. Um, but he's grown so much in the past few years that I just think that it'll be harder for him to lose this fight than it'll be harder for him to win this fight
1: excellent I think that's across the board as well yeah so we all three are gonna go with TJ
0: and TJ better get a title shot off of this I want that I want that Dillashaw Cruz rematch if TJ
2: wins and Cruz wins and they don't fight early next year TJ's gotta just take a stand and not fight until he gets that shot
0: the the problem I see for TJ is um, him being a part of the Double M Triple A. I think I really think it hurts him, man.
2: Yeah, that's true. that, that is really true. Like Adina you know, White definitely is one of those guys that can hold a, a grudge, no matter how pointless or meaningless the grudge is. But I mean, I mean, eventually you gotta believe. Like, who, if Lineker gets destroyed and then they line it up as Cruz and Lineker, or or they start bumping guy like the fifth and sixth round uh, ranked guys, and they start giving them pedal shots for uh, Dillashaw, you know, eventually the fans have, are gonna start to say, "Hey, come on."
0: Yeah, the problem is, is TJ doesn't talk enough for himself. I mean, TJ could have talked himself into this rematch. And by not really saying shit after he won his last fight, um, he just has kept quiet. Cody, Cody got the, you know, he talked enough.
2: Yeah, and if this, if TJ tomorrow night is the TJ that we saw against the Sun Cell, it's going to be a, a long night for Limmerker.
0: I agree. So moving on to the what will be the second fight of the main card, the Stun Gun Dong Hyung Kim taking on number twelve Tarek Saffordine. This has got a really good war. Um, you know, the probability. Sa- Saffordine really likes to take it to the ground. Uh, 31% sub rate, where uh, Dong Hong Kim is a finisher for the most part. He's got 43% KO. Both guys got a lot of decisions, too. So,
1: yeah,
0: uh, definitely going to be interesting to see how Saffordine, you know, if he can stay on his feet. Or, you know, if. Can stay off his feet and get get Kim to the ground, and whether Young hung Kim can defend himself from going down to the ground against Tarek Safferdeen. Uh Ryan, let's let you kick this one off.
2: Uh, I, I'm going with the, with the Kim by decision. Um, I, I always liked watching Young uh, Hun Kim fight. Um, Saffordine, since coming over to the UFC, he's seemed lackluster in in the a few of his performances. He seems to lose his game plan early on in some performances. Um, I think that Young Kim, I mean, they're both vets, but I think that young Kim, uh, his veteran fighting, uh, is going to show a little bit more. And I think he'll do just enough to pull up the victory.
1: I like it. Yeah. I, I, I really have to reiterate the same thing. I mean, uh, I, I got Kim winning this one. I think, uh, Faster, more explosive. Uh, Saffordine, you know he's he's a great fighter, but uh, you know Kim's got a great he's got reach on him, what six inches? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I just I like him. I think he's all around toughness is is on point. I think he's uh, very skilled and he doesn't gas. I mean, both these guys can go into deep waters and still survive. I mean, they're they're a lot of them are decision fighters, but um, I like Kim in this one. I think uh, I think he takes it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. It's a clean sweep for the stun gun uh, the, <clears throat> all the reasons you guys listed. Um, the only thing that concerns me a little for Kim is getting it on the ground and what Saffordine can do because he's he does have some pretty good submissions. But uh, I think Kim weathers the storm on the ground. He's able to ground and pound him a little bit and uh, do enough to, to score by and get the victory. Uh, kicking off the main card is going to be uh, Louis Smoka taking on Ray Borg. Uh, Ray Borg, one of the two fighters who didn't make weight.
1: How bad did he miss? Did you guys see? I do not remember, I remember how bad he missed either.
0: I, I don't think it was by much. Not as much as the guy in the FS1 main event. I think he missed by like one or two pounds.
2: I think I saw there it was a catch weight at one twenty six and a half, but I could have been looking at something else.
1: Uh, three and a half. Three point five pounds oh, so
2: he
0: was, wait that was that was just five hours ago. What was Johnny's? Johnny was three and a half over two, I think. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I know Johnny was like two point five. Oh Johnny was two point five yeah. and Ward was three three and a half. So <clears throat> both guys missing by quite a bit. Um I think that's going to play really heavy on Ray Bort. I mean, both these guys were having some issues with cutting weight. They were all – there was Magni Hendricks. There's a nice picture um, of them all in – if you, you can find it on Twitter. I can't remember exactly where I saw it. But all of them in the sauna together uh, sitting there. It was, it was pretty pathetic to see this morning. Guys were just looking miserable. Johnny's been off the whole time, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh I've got Smoker winning this one. Um I think he knocks him out. He's bouncing back off of off of that loss to to Brandon Moreno. You know, that one kind of caught him off guard. He said he, you know, didn't really take Moreno too seriously, which was obviously a mistake. Um but yeah, I've got I've got Smoker winning this one. I think uh second round KO or sub. I don't think I don't think Boris got the gas tank to go along with him from just how bad of a weight cut he had. Right? Yeah, Dave.
1: Yeah, definitely. The um, Lewis Smolka is—it's uh, a long fighter for 125. He's got—he's got great uh, gifts in in that respect, and I think that he uses them uh, to land a nice submission victory. Uh, front or rear, you know, rear naked or guillotine, perhaps. I think he's going to try to catch or will catch uh, Borg trying to shoot and just take advantage of, of it and uh, capitalize on it and defeat uh, the task Mexican devil by uh, probably by submission, uh, early second, perhaps mid second, somewhere in there. When Borg's going to try to shoot and miserably fail, yeah, smoke for the victory by submission, right?
2: Well, for, uh, first of all, uh, Ray Borg's missing the chance have one of the greatest MMA nicknames ever. Just go with Cy. Cy Borg, come on.
1: Right.
2: Uh, I think that yeah, I'm with you guys. I think that uh, that Smoker wins it. I go sick around submission. Uh, and and the, like I said earlier today, I think that Ray Borg is going to get smoked, and uh, that'll be the end of it.
1: <laughs> God, yeah. You're so horrible, Ryan.
2: I know, but that's why you guys keep me around. <laughs>
1: It's part of it.
2: Bad jokes and even worst opinions.
0: Your opinions are usually pretty spot on. We had worst opinions <laughs> Trust us.
1: <laughs> Believe you me. Oh, no. Yes, ask yeah, him. I, Why I, do you I, think I this guy's going to win? Focus. Just because. And he'll say, because. Uh, <laughs> just because. It doesn't I matter. Fuck. No,
2: I, I think that Ray Borg, I know. He, he, I think that Smoker's talent level is be a little too high for him, and I think that it's just, like, I, like Jeff said, I think that the Moreno fight was maybe just the eye-opener is to, to get him back on track. So I think Smoke can definitely be, uh, be a big fighter in that division and uh, make his way to a title shot one day. Uh, and I, I think that the Moreno fight probably opened up his eyes to, to focus better.
1: Oh, it all looks like a great main card. I mean, uh, not superb or you know, not the best that we've seen all year, but it's got some great fights and it's got, the, uh, got it was, the ability to put on something really exciting. It was better about a week ago. It was better about a week. Ago. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe. I I think I think it was better,
0: even with the Kane and Verdun fight, that, that fight. I
1: almost missed Jessica Andrash more than those two. That's what I was just going to say know? in the Andrash yeah, fight. I, I really wanted, wanted to see her throw. Hill I did too. That
2: card, made it a lot better.
1: Oh, I really wanted to see those two go at it. You know, at this point, for me, I don't get I don't get upset when Kane doesn't make a fight because I expect him yeah, to you don't expect not him to make, make, make a fight. It. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, Verdun, whatever. Um, I'm almost over him anyway. He's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong, and I watch. I will watch his fights, but I'm just. I'm kind of over it. Um, and like I said, Kane, If he makes it, he makes it. If not, I don't expect it. So. And and
2: and Andrade, she doesn't have any opponent lined up, right? Because it was such a short. No, uh, they couldn't. They couldn't so I mean, we can still see the Hill and Andrade hopefully uh, early next year.
0: Well, Andrade's got to be enrolled for four months in the program before she can fight.
2: Yeah, so yeah, so she would have been about, about a month or so now. No. Uh, no, she was only
0: she was only added in a couple of weeks ago, so she. Oh, I thought
2: it was earlier just earlier in December that uh, that that she was pulled. Yeah, well, she fought
1: at the beginning she of December. Just fought us in September.
0: Yeah, Jessica fought. We're talking about uh, Angela Hill.
1: Oh, Angela. I'm sorry, I had <laughs> um, the wrong person pulled up.
0: Oh no, you're fine. She's not going to be on there anyway because
1: she wasn't. In she there. wasn't
0: in there. Uh, but right. she fought. Angela Hill fought not that long ago, but she was given, like, three weeks notice. It was, like, a three-week notice thing.
2: Okay, so so we can still see, like, a a mid-April. Yeah, she was was short.
0: Yeah, it would have to be, like, in April. Yeah, they won't have her record and stuff, because she's been fighting in Invicta. Right. She fought for the Invicta championship end of November, beginning in December, and yeah, it was
1: like... Yeah, and her last UFC recorded fight was October Rose. of 15. Yeah, because yeah, she lost two in a row she coming off thug. Of that. And, and uh, uh, Tiny uh, Tisha uh, Tish Torres, there you
0: go. Funny, you know, speaking of Tisha Torres, I, I was listening back to some old episodes like I was telling you guys, and uh, one of the First episodes we had on iTunes in episode 6 was the fight that Michelle Watterson got pulled off of because of injury. Okay. And she was supposed to fight Tisha Torres.
1: Oh, all right. I believe
0: that was uh, UFC... It was either UFC 194 or a fight night. I think it was supposed to be part of UFC 194. But, yeah, so we were talking about last week about potential opponents, and Tisha Torres was her original fight that she was supposed to fight against. So. There's a little run that. Little average Joe's fact back. A little history. Yeah, a little callback to some old yeah. shows before Ryan. If
2: I remember right, she looked really good at the one that it was in the one ninety four fight.
0: Yeah, I can't remember who she ended up fighting short notice, but Oh, it was uh, Jocelyn yeah. Jocelyn Jones Lieberger.
2: Right. That's right. Ah
0: pulled a little Ryan out of yeah. my ass.
1: <laughs> we don't need him Sork around anymore. It.
2: All right, well, guys, have a have a good rest of the show. I'll uh, see you guys
0: around. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. I finally pulled a Ryan, and so. All right, let's uh, let's get into this yeah. FS1 main card fight, and we can kind of call it a day on Tuesday. Yeah, we're an hour and a half deeper, yeah, boys. We're, we're well, we spent thirty-five minutes <laughs> in the intro yeah. before we even got into the fight cards. Right. So. Uh, the main car or the main fight of the FS1 prelims is supposed to be, it will, it will be Big Mac, uh, I mean Big Rig, Johnny <laughs> Hendricks
2: <laughs> taking oh, on Neil Magny.
0: Uh, if you aren't aware, listening to this, Johnny Hendricks once again missed weight uh, at 170. Uh, probably going to be his last time competing at 170, if it not his last time in the UFC period. Uh, I'm Neil...
1: voting for the latter myself, personally. Yeah. I believe it's, you know.
0: I think they give him a shot at 85. If Gaslam's fat ass got a shot at 85, they need to give him one, even though he's...
2: Brothers. Yeah, but Gaslam hasn't lost a bunch of fights in a row either. Yeah, that's so what true. What is this
1: for Johnny? Four, is he three or four in a row that he's lost? Uh, uh, I, I think his
2: last his last win was against Matt Brown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he beat Matt or
0: Brown or in 2015. He lost to Steven to yeah, Wonderboy he's... and to Calvin Gaslam himself, where both guys, I think, missed weight.
2: And he was pulled from that uh, from the Woodley card because he couldn't make weight. Yeah, he had
0: to drop off of the Woodley card because of the Tainted Deer meat.
2: It's just been a complete debacle for him since winning the belt.
0: But yeah, 70 is not the place he needs to be anymore, unfortunately. Uh, uh, 85. 85 is going to get him killed.
2: But, uh, well, that's what, that's what you do. You put him at 185, put him up against... You gotta put him against a name because he's a he still has some name to him. Let him go out there, let him get murked, and then send him off to Bellator or send a World Series. I don't think he if goes I, anywhere. He dude, can honestly, in World Series.
1: I mean, I, I don't think he goes uh, does the Bellator out. I don't think uh, for some reason I just don't think that he does. I think he's more of uh, tries try his luck in Japan. Get on some supplements.
2: You yeah. He's going huh? Yeah,
1: you know, let him do it. Let him let him juice up because uh, the guy needs it. Might as well. You know, you want to put him at 85 and let him juice up because you put him at 85 now, look at what he's got to deal with over there. He's got to deal there's with, no, with Romeros no and like Rockholes and Soza's and Wide no, and Saucys. He's going to get, get destroyed. Killed. 85. He will get flat out killed unless he's got some juice. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to this fight, myself, Magny's just going to flatten him the end. You know, Johnny's got no business being in there anymore uh, against these more elite level fighters at 170. And Neil Magny has proven that he is he's earned that spot. He's beaten a lot of people over the last couple of years. He's been very, very active. You know, he's been in, in a sense he's been cowboy active. You know, he's been right. really busy. So uh, for me, Magny's just going to flatten him and, and beat him.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think Magny runs him over, and it doesn't take too long. If it does, Johnny is no, yeah. not going to be able to breathe. Right. I mean, Magny kind of had me. a. Magny struggled to make weight today too. We should uh, point that yeah, out. Magny, but he still made it. He made it. But, but I'm saying mean, Magny, kiddoe, That's the difference. Magny still had a weight cut struggle too. It wasn't like he stepped on the scale the first time and made it. He was. He was cutting and, and in that sauna with Johnny and all those guys running yeah. late. They were he was one of the last guys to weigh in. So,
1: but he doesn't have and he doesn't have a history. Of no, his no, 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 either. no. I mean, it's just one. You know, but I'm just saying it I'm, still happens for saying this that fight. It,
0: it, it's it's yeah. it could have an effect on his cardio sure. as well. So, but I think I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think it doesn't last yeah. long enough to have an effect on anything. So, I agree. Uh, we all three got Magny going across the board.
1: Is that what you got, Ryan? Yeah,
2: yeah. I got I got Magny, but I got I got decision only because. Uh, of the, uh, of the weight cut. I think that he might try to use his energy a little bit uh, smarter just to be on the safe side, and I think it just kind of goes uh, goes to three rounds.
1: Okay. Uh, I think the safe bet, personally, myself, is for Magny not to do that, to, to not to give the option to have that heavy hand of Johnny's because despite everything else, Johnny's still heavy-handed. He still has that one-shot yeah, uh, knockout we've power. Seen,
2: we've seen Hendricks lose... You know, and like different, like, I mean, we've seen him get picked apart on the feet. We've seen him uh, get taken down and picked apart on his feet. Like, I mean, we've seen him find new ways to lose. Whereas before, oh yeah, he, and, and the thing is, also, he like he does have his wrestling, which he's some for whatever reason abandoned.
1: I don't know yeah, why. I don't he's know why either.
2: And he's become this this, uh, this knockout artist. I mean, who knows, maybe Hendrix comes out and wrestles and kind of surprises everyone. But if he comes out trying to land that one shot, gonna on Magny's going to be expecting it, and, and Magny's through. just going to weather it.
1: Yeah, I think we got Magny across the board yep. pretty much, obviously. So, uh, next few, card, next yeah, few fights. Yeah, so, we'll, so we'll just
0: breeze through these yeah. last uh, four fights on the card. Uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. is taking on Marvin Vittori. Uh, Mike Pyle is taking on Alexa, or Alex Garcia, and Brandon Thatch is welcoming newcomer Nico Price to the UFC, and then in the only fight of the early prelims on Fight Pass, uh, Charles Cowboy I'm sorry, Alex Cowboy Oliveira is taking on the Dirty Bird, Tim Means.
1: Who could have some fun fights yeah, in there, some fun fights. I some mean, boring fights in there, hard An- to
0: say. Antonio Carlos Jr. is always dangerous on the ground. Uh... Mike Pyle, Mike Pyle is Pyle's a veteran. His Mike yeah, Pyle.
1: You can always do it. Brandon Thatch. Thatch, thatch, is, thatch is a stud of a fighter.
0: Yeah, Thatch you is know. pulling his shit together after getting beat by, uh, you know, after being super hyped up and get beat yeah. by Bendo Hendo. Um, yeah. And you never know what's gonna happen with Cowboy Oliveira. Yeah, or the Dirty Bird. I think Tim Means is gonna be. I think
2: that, that one has the potential, I think, to be a good little slugfest. Yeah. Yeah. Just I just and think and so too. I think so too. Both about, these guys yeah. like to finish. One of those guys will end uh, end the night in the second round by knockout TKO probably. Yeah, but yeah. I think that that could be a, a really really fun fight to watch.
1: I think most people are taking cowboy and I'm picking dirty. I'm taking dirty. Are you take okay. No, I'm taking
2: I'm taking dirty word too.
1: Oh, excellent. All right, so maybe not. Yeah. Um, could be a fun fight. Night.
0: Definitely. It has, has that, the potential. That has, that has explosive KO of the night potential as well. Uh, yeah. Let's let's get into a little bit of news well, before we go. Um,
1: Before we talk this, the, the quick uh, run up from the scrub, let's talk about this. You yeah, want to bring definitely, this one up?
0: definitely. Yeah, we, we missed putting this one on early. Um, earlier this week, we had another fighter get flagged for an out of competition test by USADA. Uh, last week, it was Chris Cyborg. This week, we've got Josh Barnett. Um, no, it hasn't been revealed yet. I don't believe what the substance is. It has not yet. Josh got tagged for, but nonetheless uh barnett has been flagged from a december 9th screening uh it's his fourth failed test in his career
1: which uh when i was talking to you guys earlier it was yesterday or whatever i said i didn't, I didn't realize he had that many
0: yeah he got popped yeah. pretty early in his ufc career and it, it sent him packing
1: there was uh oh gosh i wish i could bring it up uh, there was uh a reporter that was doing something about a podcast or something about it who was both making fun of him and the interim stuff. They said, well, he's the interim champion of failed drug test." then. And they were you know, dissing out all the he's interim the belts. He's the undisputed and, champion you know, of failed drug uh, tests. But he is, without a doubt, that's what the reply was. It's like, dude, he's undisputed. He has four now. Yeah. Four. Yeah, essentially he's done in the UFC. Well, that,
2: that's all, the, all those trips to J- Japan that he's made over his career, catching up to him.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that's the only place he didn't test uh, positive,
1: it says uh, Barnett has, has been tested thirteen times by U.SADA this year. The substance he tested positive for was not disclosed by the UFC, which is, of course, their protocol. And U.SADA will run the uh, education process and determine Barnett's sanction.
0: Yeah, and Barnett hasn't. I haven't seen anything, any statement out of him at all.
1: I've been trying to keep tabs on. I've seen nothing come he out posted of his camp.
0: Something on Twitter, but he hasn't posted anything in regards to this. Right. Um, so, once we know what he got tested positive for, I'm going to assume it's some kind of anabolic steroid, because it's Josh Barnett, and he likes steroids, um, so.
2: Yeah, it's one of those safe to assume, uh, uh, safe to assume kind of uh, situations.
1: So, um. You want to talk about the scrum a little bit? Yeah, so Dana, bit stuff, uh...
0: Dana White, uh, for the first time in two year, two years to the day almost, I yeah. believe it is, uh, did one of his post, well not post fight, but he used to do the post-press conference media scrums where he would just sit on the stage in a circle around the media and they would just ask him spitfire questions. Uh, he had one of those yesterday. It was I enjoyed it. I think yeah. it was fun. Yeah. I, I always liked the media scrums because you got a lot, a lot more honesty out of Dana.
1: He said. He said going to this. He said they asked him why he was doing it. He said because Ronda isn't doing press. Yeah. This is the only reason why he's coming to do this is Ronda isn't doing press and he doesn't have any plans to do it ever again.
0: That sucks because I really loved Busy yeah. Scrum. I loved him. I think I always I liked them almost more than the press conference a lot of times. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because I like of, this. he just
0: got that honest Dana opinion of whatever the fuck he wanted to say at yeah. the moment. Uh, can you? Let's go over some of the stuff yeah. on there. Yeah. You want to? blow it up a little. Blow it up a little for me.
1: One of the parts here is uh the first part that obviously was talked about was why ronda was not didn't have to do the kind of press and whatnot that usually comes from a lot of the fighters, right? And they compared it to Connor and Connor getting thrown off the card for not wanting to do that press and what Dana White said was basically uh, it was part of her deal this time. It was a one-off. It's not ever going to happen again. Yep. This is the only time that that, that he's going to allow it and if, uh, if any other fighter decides that they don't want to do the press he'll absolutely throw them off as well just like he did with Nick, just like he did with Connor but uh, uh, it wasn't ideal but Ronda <clears throat> did anything and everything they asked for him so she wanted this one time for this one thing so they gave it to her. What do you guys think of this?
2: Um, I'm not a fan. I think that you you set a dangerous precedent by telling someone that you do everything that you need to do. On this point, you don't have to talk to media or anything. It sets a dangerous precedent because it does show where the power lies. And I think that you need to get the, I mean, you need to get the fighters in front of the media, especially now that they're owned by a media company. Like, they're own like, WME should have stepped in at some point and said, "Look, you don't. She doesn't want to do a, a thousand interviews, fine, but put her out there once, put her out there twice." Like, I think she need she should have been out there, and I think that Dana White he took the chicken way out because he wanted to get her back on the card, or back in the UFC, I should say.
1: Well, it's not so much um, uh, the precedent, uh, because I think he made it really clear that this is not ever going to happen. I mean, he repeated himself as saying it's not ever going to happen. Other fighters should take note that they're not going to get this. and um, I don't think that we have to worry about it. I think the whole thing in in general, yeah, probably uh, probably has a lot to do with just getting her back in the cage and and in front of the cameras and on pay-per-view to make the money for... uh, for the new company and for the UFC. Yeah, I had a lot to do with that, of course. Would she have fought if he said no? I still think yes. If he would have said no, you have to do the media. I I think she still would have came in, maybe demanded yeah, more money, uh, maybe uh, this. but you th-
2: Don't you think, though, if she steps in there and, the f- and she, had the first, she sits down to say three media things in one week and every single time she stands up or sits down or whatever, it's... Holly home, Holly Home, Holly Holm, Holly. You don't think that eventually she's just gonna pull McGregor and not show up? And then what? Then you just say okay she's off the guard because that's where you did a two hundred to McGregor?
1: Possibly. I mean, yeah, possibly. Um, but uh, you know, Amanda Nunes has sat through this of talking nothing about her and all about Rhonda. And that's what I was getting into know, She didn't she didn't bail, she stood up there, took it like a pro.
0: Yeah. I I think yeah, the I whole thing. Oh no no! I was just—I think the whole thing kind of, uh, kind of set a really bad precedent in the way of what it did to Amanda Nunes or for Amanda Nunes. Right. And like I said, that the only thing really pushing and pumping this fight has been the rivalry between Cruz and Garbrandt.
1: That's the only story.
2: that's 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 the best fight in the whole card too.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Dillashaw Linacre like,
2: to, to both the girls. That should have been the main event.
1: You can't no, with, R- you with can't. Ronda. Rousey Dominic, on the card, Dominic she's, she's clearly the main star event than
2: than
0: Ronda Rousey. Well, no,
2: that's what I mean. Like, without, but that's what I'm saying. with like, all Without respect to the girls, I think that you got to put yeah. the, the other two. It's the people's main event. The MMA, yeah. the MMA
0: fans' main event. Yeah. This is the, sure. this exactly is this is the, the media main event. That's the Buffalo Wild Wings fans' main event. Yeah, um, yeah. they draw a lot of money. A, to steal a term from the way of the Warriors show uh he talked a little about connor um saying that he has no plans for connor uh for 10 months because that's what connor told him to to, that he was doing so if connor's ready to talk he He knows knows where i'm at
1: yeah uh this is another thing that that i talked to jeff about earlier that kind of bugged me was the fact that connor's got nothing to do with 207 and they talked more about what what connor's thoughts were about ronda missing not having to do the press and and why Connor is upset? He's upset with them, and and why they haven't flown out to meet with Connor like he wanted to? They talked more, almost more about Connor than they did about Amanda Nunes, yeah, or anyone else on the fucking car. They didn't talk anything about like T.J. Dillashaw. Nope. not a single, not a single mention of T.J. Dillashaw's name. But they spent eight minutes or ten minutes, or whatever it was, talking about Connor McGregor. Yeah, uh,
2: well, come well, we, on, can, guys. We talked about this before, like when they were getting ready. <laughs> Uh, the press conference for, for Madison Square Garden, and they had, I think they had at least 204 was, was up and coming, but all they talked about was McGregor and Alvarez, and that was it. and, and they, they, they didn't bother promoting the Bisping-Henderson fight because McGregor, 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 and we're seeing it again now where they're bringing up McGregor's name oh, at a even- time when Dana White says he's not going to fight for another, year, uh, another uh, half a year plus.
0: Right. Um, some other things he talked about was, uh, that, uh, and and we didn't really, we, we speculated, but it's been confirmed now that, uh, tomorrow night will be Mike Goldberg's last event for the promotion. Um, and he said, he said, uh, he declined to name a replacement indicating the choice is still in the air. And he said the new team would probably be in place by July. I don't think it's going to take that long. We've heard plenty of rumblings that the uh, the new replacement is probably going to be Jim Rome, which really sucks. Really, really sucks. But whatever. Who knows? Maybe he'll do a great job. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, he talked about Uh,
1: well, when it comes to you know, let's talk about Goldberg for a second. The fact that. He Dana specifically said he doesn't want to talk the details. If Mike wants to talk to him, uh, talk about them, he's more than willing and more than able to talk about how and why he exited the company and and why he's not going to be there anymore and so on and so on. So, th- which makes me feel like there's a story behind
0: it. Oh yeah, he pissed you him know, off somehow. Yeah, he he's probably been too drunk.
1: Yeah, that's another thing going around too is you know him being too hammered on set, coked and, up, uh, and that you know. Um, so I want to hear the story behind the story. I want to know, not maybe, you know, maybe the UFC or WME now says we just want to go in another direction. Horseshit. I want to know why. It'll come. I up. want to know yeah. the story. Why. I think Dan will end up on on filters.
2: Did, did you It'll guys see? Up. I forget where I saw, it, but they they'd ask Goldberg, you know, what are, your, what are your feelings now about UFC parting ways with you? And he goes, well, Bellator, Rising, ONE FC. I have options. Yeah, he's but gonna he's just looking at it like whatever. When this door closed. You know, my name is out there. I'm known. I'm like, I'll get a phone call eventually, and I'm not worried.
1: It's not like he's hurting for cash. He's had a steady job, at a, at a high paying job for a long, long time.
2: Yeah, like when it, he started, when like ninety seven, like 19? 97. Yeah, he goes he was way back. Back to like
0: Alabama or some shit. Um, yeah, there's been talk. I mean, I thought, he, I thought he was a Japan card. It could have been. Well, maybe it was, maybe it yeah, was. That's either here or there. Um, yeah. And, and also, uh, Combat Americas was another, um, organization that I heard oh, tossed around right, with him. Right, yeah. They just signed well, Vinny Magales, So that's kind of interesting news because I thought Vinny was signed by the World Series of Fighting, but apparently now he fights for Combat Americas. So there's mm. that. Um, he also talked about how the UFC tried to make an interim title fight between Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson, uh, that Tony Ferguson wanted to renegotiate his purse, saying he wouldn't take the fight unless he makes the same purse as M- Nurmagomedov. Uh, quote, Habib has a different deal, so that ain't happening, White said. Uh, count that one out. He said he had a contract that he just signed not long ago. White explained, oh,
1: and it goes on to compare um, uh, the fact that you, Tony just signed this deal, honor the deal. Yeah, um, you're not your we are not just deal, gonna man. you know renegotiate when you got X amount of fights left that we just negotiated right. this one. And he compared it to like Alistar Overeem and uh, Dan Henderson. He's like, you know, there people are complaining. Why did Dan Henderson make this much money? So Dan Henderson's a pioneer. He's been doing this for 20 years. He's put a lot of you know a lot more asses in a lot more seats, and you know. Uh, besides, no, uh, that's the thing, that's Dan Henderson's deal. You know, yeah. Dan Henderson negotiated this deal, and that's what he gets. Alistair over negotiated this deal, that's, that's what he blanket. gets. You negotiated this deal, that's what you get. Either fight for it until we renegotiate with you know with X amount of fights left. If you got two fights left, we renegotiate. Fine, we'll we'll give you maybe we'll give you more money then. Maybe we'll give you less. Hard to say. But honor the deals you have now because I have to honor mine. If I am not to honor one of my deals, I get brutalized by everybody in the yeah, media, you all the fighters. I get hammered if I don't honor a deal. I get to honor mine, you got to
0: honor yours. Here's the thing. Like, I, I saw someone brought this up as a comparison online. You get hired for a job at $20 an hour as a welder, You don't, and then the company starts making a little bit of money. You don't get to go, well, now you got to pay me $30 an hour.
2: Right. It's not really I how mean, it works. the thing oh. is... The thing is with the UFC, though, you've seen guys, you know, say they sign like a, a six-fight deal and they're going to make, uh, you know, uh, 50000 a fight. And then, you know, they win their first fight and then they step into a title fight or they step into a big fight after their second. By their third fight, they're getting a title shot. And then all of a sudden the UFC says, hey, look, you know, that 50000 a fight contract, we said we're going to rip that one up. We're going to bring you in. We're going to get you something better. We've seen. There's been a lot of fighters that have said that, that you know, two fights into a six, seven fight deal, Dana White ripped sort up of their contract and give them more money because they went above and beyond in a short period of time. Ferguson decides the this deal. He goes out. He beats Dos Anjos. You know, take what you have. Go in there. Whoop Nomegdomedov. And if you set up yourself up, you know, if you're the interim ch- champion, if... They just decided to strip Connor and just promote him, and make him the full time champion. I mean, he he could be have he could have a new deal by July, for all he knows. But just, just go in there Trimble. take that one fight and see what happens.
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, Dana said on this scrum as well. He said, you know what? Ninety plus percent of the fighters that we have never make it through their entire contract. You know, no, we'll, we'll they find we'll we'll sign him to a five fight deal, and then after two three fights, we realize that they're they're worth more. uh... Uh, and we want to keep them around longer. We'll we'll re-sign them, renegotiate, give them more money, and get them extended fights, mm-hmm. and you know, make a new one. I said, uh, uh, exactly. Tony's yeah, approaching can... it wrong. Yeah, and he is. Sorry, but he is. He's not doing it right. He's I've not doing himself any justice. Weeks. You know, ever
0: since this broke last week, yeah, two weeks ago, I've been saying, just fucking fight and shut your mouth, man.
2: Well, did I don't know if you guys uh, Luke Thomas even put out a thing today with Nurmagomedov and Jose Aldo. And like apparently, uh, Nurmagomedov is now saying like, no, I never turned down Aldo. I never turned down Ferguson. The UFC is refusing to give me both those guys because they don't want to put me up against McGregor. They're saying that they, you know, he's saying now that UFC is trying to set up a, a, an Aldo Ferguson fight for the, for their interim to set up the McGregor fight.
1: Well, today, um, and this could be wrong. This could just be what Dana saying. Dana said today in the scrum that uh, Aldo was asking for Habib and Nurmagomedov's father. Uh, turned it down. Yeah, said, which, which we, we need... already knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we said you know he needs to rest. He's not going to do it. So um, I haven't heard anything else about Ferguson getting in, an interim with Aldo. No, or, I haven't
0: either. He said uh, the fight's off the table.
1: So yeah, he said it's completely not going to happen. Any of, of those coming up. So we'll see what happens. I don't I'm see... curious to see what happens with Tony because if Tony's Tony's getting some bad advice by not from whatever part of the camp that he's getting because he's not not honoring his management. deals, not calling out people when he comes off a big victory and he has the opportunity to call someone out and he says nah that's okay whatever kind of advice this guy is getting from his marketing directors or whatever they have and that inside that camp the people that are designed to help him with media whatever advice he's getting bro it's wrong yep it's absolutely wrong
0: um, what else do we got from the scrum worth talking about? Nothing Not really.
1: a lot. Uh, that was basically it.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing we should mention um, before we go off of this, uh, with Goldberg's last fight, it's also the last fight card that Joe Silva will be a part of. Um, so that's uh, that's some sad news. Yeah. I, it, I mean, we knew it was coming, but it's the end of an era. Joe Silva's been around with the company as a matchmaker forever. Yeah. And has put together. Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot really of
2: interesting plays. 2017 for the UFC.
0: Yeah, I mean, we still have Sean Shelby, who's, who's been Joe's right hand man for the longest time, so. I don't foresee much ish changing as far as that, but uh, you know, it's definitely gonna be different not seeing Joe.
1: Have you guys heard any of the story behind that one? If this is of Joe's doing it's, I think it's Joe's doing. I think, this Joe, is him deciding, I think it's kinda like Schollner. That's, that he, that's what I heard too. But that he's that he's, he's ready to he's just ready go to home. go, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: he's had enough. I mean Schollner got a new job working for the 76ers. Yeah, um, I think I, I don't know if Joe's got a different gig lined up, I think. Maybe or something, something non-fight related. But he's
1: ready to go. He's ready yeah. to call it.
0: Yeah, he might go be going to work for the fortitas, Who knows?
1: Yeah, all right. uh, That's what I
2: was going mean, the, it seemed to be when the fortitas were announcing that the sale was imminent, was when all the rumblings started about Silva wanting to leave. And you know, you've heard uh, for a while now that the fortitas are big in the NFL. You know, Vegas is supposed to be in a team. fortitas buy into it. I wouldn't be surprised to see Joe Silva in some capacity working for them in that way
1: we have a great working relationship so yeah. why not why not i think that's all we got tonight guys
0: yeah i think that uh that's pretty much it we've gone through all the big news and and previewed the fight card uh let's get into final thoughts and we'll get the hell out of here uh ryan final thoughts for the last episode of 2016 <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a real fun year for me and a lot of you know personal, uh, personal, professional aspects and that. And uh, but I want to just give a big thanks to to you, Jeff, and you, Dave, for uh, you know, for just bringing me on the show just as a random guest uh, to talk a fight or two, and then you know uh, asking me to join on. It's been a blast ever since I joined. You know, when I talk to you guys. Christ, I've talked to you guys more than talk talked to my family. You know, we we talk every single day about, you know, not even the MMA, but everything. Everything. Uh, yeah. You guys have been, you guys have, we, we've gotten really close in a short period of time. You know, you guys have helped me out a lot. Um, and I kind of said, you know, we've been there for each other. Um, I just want to say, you know, thanks for the, for a fun 2016 and, you know, let's make 2017 our bitch. You know, let's uh, let's <laughs> take it, by, let's grab the devil by the horns and just, let's ride this thing out.
0: Absolutely. Uh Ryan what uh, what are your plans for New Year's Eve?
2: Um for the first time ever I'm actually going out to a restaurant for dinner and then uh we're going to hang out with some family uh, some family friends and uh I mean I want to say I'll ring in the new year but odds are I'll be waking up at 9:30 to roll into bed.
0: <laughs> Dave final thoughts for 2016 um,
1: you know what uh, all this new gear all this new sound for us um, has me extremely excited I'm hoping in 2017 not only do the average shows do an MMA show maybe we'll ex- we'll expand it a little bit and do other types of shows hard yeah. to say you never know but we have talked about that it's on the table. And I'm really excited to see what it brings because 2016 podcasting was ever, this was everything to me. You know, I had been so injured for so long. I didn't get out of the house. I didn't get to go anywhere. My socialization has become podcasting, and it's brought me together with with great people. You know, Ryan's come into my life. Jeff and you and I have gotten real close. Oh you yeah, know, great friends because of this. We're it's not just MMA anymore. I mean, we don't just talk that. It's no, everything. all of everything. You know, we, we hook each other up with whatever we need. Um, I've I've gotten to talk to great people that I've never met before over mixed martial arts, you know, and other finding out that there's not just us out there that are, you know, a small little organization that loves MMA and, and wants to talk MMA. You know, we've gotten to... Loaded and and MMA Holes, holes and all those yeah. guys man there's there's so many people like us out there that right. we could you know we can share with and, um, and as much as I've enjoyed it in 2016 I got a great feeling that as we move on and go forward into 2017 it's just going to expand that much more and, and I'm greatly looking forward to it awesome. and as for New Year's Eve yeah. I am going to sit here in my chair I'm going to have Be surrounded by my technology that I love so much. Tablet here, laptop there, Chromecast blasting. And I'm going to roll up a nice fucking fat one. Yeah. Burn that son of a bitch down and pass out right around 10 o'clock and leave everything to bed. And I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to have anyone over. I'm just going to do it my way. And my way is riding solo with my head blazed and nothing. Just silence. Beautiful. The sound of silence. That's it.
0: Beautiful. Uh, my love final that song. <laughs> my final thoughts. Uh, Twenty sixteen has been a great year for the Average Joes. We've uh, we've seen some changes. We went from a three piece down to a two piece, back to a three piece. Um, Ryan, it it's as much as I bust your balls, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, I love. Yeah, I love it too, do Good. I I've I've loved having you become a part of this show. Um, it's your insight into things and everything that you've brought to the show has been amazing. And I can't picture the show doing it without you now. Um, you both, you know, Dave, you and I, like doing this together, we became extremely close and and our friendship has just continued to blossom and and bloom and become something great. But the two of you have have really become two of my best friends, uh, two guys that I speak with on, as we've all said uh, on a daily basis about everything, life, MMA, whatever, just cracking jokes with each other in that group message. Sometimes it's just me and Ryan carrying on conversations for hours because Dave's knocked out somewhere, and then he has to get up and, and sift through
2: all of our bullshit. They I just... swear to God, when this show takes <laughs> off and we're making millions and we're laughing, we're going to take that group conversation and we're just going to turn it into a book and we're going to look at that thing and say, Jesus Christ, I actually listened to these guys?
1: <laughs> these <laughs> when I, when, fucking I, when idiots. I woke back up for my little, my little uh, midday nap today, that was, it was only 15 Unread messages between you two. It was about a week ago <laughs> when you I woke up to take one. Take it easy on you. Yeah, yeah that well, one day was bad. It was seventy two. <laughs> Ryan and I just 72. went on a tangent. We were all over the map that day too. All I did was I opened it up and said oh, seventy 7, two unread messages. I
2: can imagine what it would be like to wake up to one of those. Oh it my was, god! It was
1: 7200 messages, but it was all from two. It was yeah, nobody just us. else. It's just Ryan and, and, I, just, and I having a conversation I with each other. I looked at my phone. I said. <laughs> (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) and even in that message
2: what what, what (laughs) number do you decide you know what i'm just gonna skip everything (laughs) that you said and just read the last one and go from there well the best part was like
0: in that middle of that 72 when ryan and i i don't even remember the whole conversation because we we talk every day so it's hard to keep track of what k-holes we're diving into but ryan and i went into something deep and and in the middle of it, I go. I can't wait for Dave to wake up and read this shit and just go. What the fuck is wrong with you two idiots? Oh my god! It
1: was Why
0: crazy. am I friends I really
2: with the catalyst? Team. Because like when Dave missed the conversation, he's like, "What the fuck?" God. And when you miss an episode of the show, you're like, what "Oh my the god, fuck? yeah, you are
0: the catalyst is for this."
2: You know, this thing saying? just smooth sailing.
0: But yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to twenty seventeen and all the big things that we've got coming for us uh as far as New Year's Eve. My plans are to uh i'm gonna spend the day watching some of the World Series of fighting card that's <clears throat> gonna be on earlier in the afternoon so for you m m a fans if uh if you can't make it all the way till one o'clock in the morning to catch the rising card uh the the finals of the Grand Prix. Uh, the World Series of Fighting has some cards kicking off at like 12 o'clock on WorldSeriesOfFighting.com. Uh, early prelims at 1 o'clock um, on NBC Sports. And then uh, the main card at 3 on NBC. There's going to be four title fights. It's probably one of the biggest cards that uh, the World Series of Fighting's put on. Um, you know, not a lot of fighters that we talk about every day, but some that you should know. Uh, John Fitch is defending the middleweight title against Jake Shields uh justin gagey possibly having his last fight in the world series of fighting his contrast coming up we talked about him being a free agent if you if you haven't seen justin gagey fight before this is your opportunity the kid's explosive and i'm really looking forward to seeing hopefully him in the ufc soon um and then yeah later that night maybe catch a little rising if i'm not too drunk uh this is the first year in five years that i don't have a show to play i purposely took uh, the big holiday the night before Thanksgiving and uh, New Year's Eve off this year from playing. Um, so I'm going to spend some time with my buddies and watch either some old fights from the UFC or whatever, and just hang out and have a good time, smoke a few fatties and ring in the new year. Right. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow night. Uh, I know Dave, you're going to watch with uh Scott and Dale.
1: Yeah, we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna do a little interview deal with them. Maybe half hour, uh, half hour forty five, just to talk about. You know, Scott's got a great story about his um, uh, gold medaling in army boxing. Awesome. You know, he's got a great yeah, story. Can hear yeah, can we share that interview? Yeah. So
0: look forward to that as a yeah. as a like a bonus episode. Um, yeah. So that'll wrap it up for the last show of 2016 for us. Um, make sure you guys are sending in any questions and things like that over to our Average Joe's Facebook page. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'm most active. Um, yeah, 2016, the year that I got banned by Tyrone or blocked by Tyrone Woodley. That is my greatest accomplishment of 2016. I got fucking blocked by Tyrone Woodley on Twitter because I trolled his ass so hard. Bitch, wait till the rematch. Um, <laughs> so well, that
2: if it goes the same as the first one oh god champion.
0: yeah well we'll see what happens so uh yeah. we'll be back we'll be back next week with our full breakdown of USC 207 and we're also going to give you our best of 2016 picks a lot of people got that in we're going to save it because something good could come out of tomorrow night that you know we feel like should be on there so we'll be back with another episode of the Average Joe's MMA show for David Van Boglen and Ryan Dempsey. I'm Jeff Shanahan wishing you guys a happy new year from the Joe's, and we'll see you next week.